97.3. Acra. There can be no other than to say burn three. No need to change. Keep it tuned to CV. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my neighbor. Good morning to life. Good morning. Music. Talk. Inspiration. In perspective. Express yourself. Good morning, my neighbor. City FM, your station. It's a refreshing lifestyle. City FM. 7.3 Unleashing the power of relevant radio This is City There is a name that is a name The seas and tames the storms. Ha! I know a name, I know a name that changes lives and destinies. The wind obey and demons flee when that name is lifted high. The City Breakfast Show lies above the noise. We have come in the name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus. Heaven listens to Jesus when we call on Jesus. Hey, public announcement. We have come in the name of because heaven listens to Jesus when we call on Jesus. Say a bono, say a bono, this is the, the City Breakfast Show. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. I know a name. I know a name. I know a name. That changes lives and destinies. That changes lives and destinies. The wind obey and demons flee. The winds obey and demons
They're irrepressible. They're irresistible. They're impressionable. Diana Hamilton. 26 minutes past 6. 6th February 2025. Beautiful way to start your morning. The name that we trust. The name. The resurrected name. It's a powerful name. We have come in the name of the Lord. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. The resurrected Lord. It's a powerful start. A great confession. An amazing belief. Why are we so enamored by the name? Because it's a resurrected name. For except a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it abides alone. The greatest power is the power to bring dead things to life. That is the hope of our faith. That is the principle by which we live. For there is hope for a tree. If it is cut down, yet at the scent of water, it will begin to sprout again. Know what's dead in your life? Something that's been put, giving up for dead, it can rise again. Trust in the Lord, He can resurrect that ministry, He can revive that business, He can revamp that factory, He can even rekindle that marriage. Oh, yes, it's not just our hope, it's the principle by which we live by resurrection power. So, in 2024. Dead things will be made alive. For he is the God who calls the things that be not as though they were. He is also the God who quickens the dead. Oh yes. Mention it in faith with assurance. For the hope of the resurrection. This is Business Sense. Starting off the show today, the Sith. Brought to you by ADB. Offering you a variety of personal loans. Including top-ups at highly reduced rates. You can revive that business. You can resurrect that particular endeavor. Call 0302210210. Let's make inquiries about a personal loan. And other kinds of loans from ADB. And watch out for a big show happening on the 18th featuring Messi Chinwo, Diana Hamilton, a great ambassador of the gospel, a fantastic representation of resurrection. We understand the excitement and preparations that comes when your child gains admission into senior high school. But we at the Agricultural Development Bank, ADBPLC, also understand the financial burden this comes with. The top box, trunk, school mattress, you name it. That's why we have partnered with Prospectus Ghana Limited to offer financial support for parents by introducing the ADB Quick Purchase. With a smart loan of up to 20,000 Ghana cities, you can pick up all the 
items on your child's prospectus for school. ADBPLC offers you a repayment plan of 12 months to relieve you of all that heavy financial burden. Every ADB customer who receives their salaries through the bank, military and police personnel, and all other workers on the controller and accountant general's payroll qualify for this facility. Walk into any ADB branch nationwide or any prospectus Ghana Limited office near you to apply for the ADB quick purchase. Terms and conditions apply. ADB, the People's Bank. ADB, truly a Greek and more. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. You've got the power to make a difference. You've got the power of choice. You've got the power of agency. Your decisions decide your destiny. Make them carefully. This is the City Breakfast Show. And it's uh, Tuesday morning, 6th day of February. This is where we brought to you by Fidelity Bank. Get a loan of up to 450,000 cities from us. Get rewarded. Switch your existing salary loan to us or get a new personal loan and enjoy the lowest fixed interest rates, repayment holidays, and guaranteed fixed monthly repayment and installments. Call us on 0800-003355. Walk into any of our branches and let's help you achieve that dream. AFCON is on. Four left to go. Who's going to win the ultimate prize? Total Energy's CAF AFCON is getting bigger and better. Drive to selected service stations and win lots of fantastic prizes instantly, including amazing branded souvenirs. Let's celebrate the passion of football together. Let's celebrate the passion of Africa together. Total Energies, Afcon. Follow us on our social media handles, Total Energies DH, for more information. It's an interactive show. 0549986996. 
There's a big, big, big meeting today. Yeah, man. In response to a lot of the noise we've been making since Shab. Thursday. And I want to start from there. Powerful. The Bank of Ghana is meeting the GRA Powerful. and other agencies, including the banks and the telcos, following the illegal charge saga. Thank you. Illegal charges and wrongful collection of e-levy. So today, Tuesday, the 6th of February, Bank of Ghana officials will engage GRA, people from the financial sector, and also people from the telco sector to discuss the matter. Indeed, Samuel George, who is the Deputy Ranking Member of Parliament's Communications Committee, He made that point clear yesterday during an interview with City News in Parliament. And I think the matter is getting hotter. Good morning, Richard Sky. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning. Hello, good Are morning. you doing well, ready for the show? Yes, yes we're yes, ready yes, to yes, fire yes. this morning. Yes. yes. And so this morning we are told there's going to be a big meeting. Yes, there has to be. To look into the illegal or wrongful collection of e-levy mm-hmm. for people who send money from their bank accounts to their wallets yes and also the charges mm-hmm. that banks have imposed on customers mm-hmm. for essentially transferring money within their own bank to their own mobile money wallet yes that's a big story this morning mm-hmm. the newspapers don't have that the Ghanaian times leads with something else yeah the, vi- the vice president is busy talking about protecting financial data from cyber attack okay I, I, maybe he's not gotten the memo about what we have been discussing mm. almost all week so mm. uh gideon Baku, please inform your boss mm. if he does he's not listening this moment inform him <laughs> that his baby is suffering some for some problems and he has to deal with it all right uh, let me take you to uh the ghanaian times uh, further stories on the front page danger looms mm-hmm. across central congestion worsens mm. kwame nkrumah circles cbd hardest hit areas and we're told pedestrian uh pedestrians traders and vehicles are competing for space oh, on the streets in these right. areas mm. also thieves vandalize ecg transformer and mm. they are stealing copper windings at Mkum Krum. Mm. And then the Lands Commission has improved revenue by 12% in 2023. Mm. All right, the front page of the Daily Graphic says Health Alert, high risk meningitis period, mm. reports sore throat, headache, fever, bodily pains. Mm. 28 Greater Accra MMDC is signed performance contract. Mm. On the Common Core Curriculum, science students to skip core math, integrated science, and DVLA resolves online registration challenges, registers 25,101 vehicles. All right. The Chronicle says this morning, PSE orders AG to probe NSA. Mm. Police also told to pick up Mm. Northern Regional Director and Accountant. Also, Alan Cash is selling... GTP at Economic Summit. And Bernard Kuku Avle was the main man anchoring the whole governance. Uh-huh. And then the vice president and the Ochiman, mm. they are remembering JB Dankwan, we're told in a couple of weeks or so, mm-hmm. uh, there will be a final funeral rite held mm-hmm. uh, in honor of the late, um, you know, former Ghanaian hero. Mm. Okay. All right. The Daily Guide says, NSA director hot mm. over 160K. Mm. Asante Asante Gold artifacts arrive. OSP returns Cecilia Dapper's money, and Yana is talking to Mahama. He says, "Don't come to make money." Mm. Ah. 
The new finder says this morning, 110.8 million Ghana cities injected into cocoa in rehabilitating diseased farms. This is according to uh, the cocoa board, which has been under fire over the last few weeks or so. Mm. 40 caged in connection with attacks at Kweu Beppo. Or Beppon, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Girl child education essential for national development, according to the second lady, uh, mm. Samira Baumia, and some other stories making the front page as well. Mm. The Daybreak newspaper says illegal occupation of office, Uforiata chokes, fails to go the Kufi in T way. Mm. Other stories um, Vice Admiral Seth uh, Muhammad retired, gets high commissioner job. Mm. FPU officers fret over Boku overstay and lands commission deepens transparency. All right. Let me take you to the business analyst. Mm. Uh, although people are afraid to invest in all kinds of instruments, we are told that T-bills, their auction has um, has been oversubscribed by 59%. Yep. Mm. You know, your people in the economic sector have been warning us that we should slow down on how we are investing in that space. But it looks mm. like people are still very much interested. That's the main place government is getting money now. Uh-huh. Short term. Hmm. So T-bills are rising very rapidly. And if they say they can't pay again, then problem comes. <laughs> EOG launches beta version of macroeconomic uh, database portal. Mm. And the big story actually says economy to expand by 3.0% mm. in 2024. Data bank research is making that forecast. All right. The graphic business says proposed taxes will hurt economy. That's according to some experts. Mm. Creative agriculture financing key to sustainable food security. Mm. Too early to give up on your new year resolutions. That's <laughs> a feature on page 10 mm. of the graphic business. And finally, economic growth, a disrupted global recovery. Citynewsroom.com. Ghana is experiencing its worst, most punitive tax regime ever. Guess who's talking? Set tech. Mm-hmm. Also, IMF is advising Ghana to strictly adhere to bailout program. <laughs> Fabag is asking government to withdraw emissions levy and other taxes because they will worsen already acidic business environment. Mm-hmm. Very strong words indeed. Other price, other stories. KNK price hits four CDs in November 2022. Teshi was the last resort for a two CD ball. This is a researcher. <laughs> so if you want cheap KNK, Teshi. Very tasty, but not expensive. In other stories, we will have the men to address Ghana's economic mess. Mahama says so. BOG to meet GRA over illegal Momo charges following city breakfast show advocacy. And police arrest 46 more people in connection with the Kweubipong disturbances. Meanwhile, supplies of uniforms to schools threaten to pick it. Guess what? Over unpaid arrears. My journal line, they are leading this morning with seven dead as tanker runs over trotro at amasaman in accra very tragic indeed also pillion rider motor rider sentenced for failing to wear crash helmet so that's an offense in other stories businessman charged with fraud and forgery of kme letters remanded and we are struggling we need our money chairman of oyibi covid 19 free water suppliers <laughs> everywhere make giddy 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 meanwhile 2000 says Bahamia cannot be cleansed from ghana's current economic mess uh-huh. and then a greek ministry ordered to disperse 1.8 million cities to farmers affected by bird flu uh-huh. within a month star uh-huh. fm vat on electricity organized labor notifies police on planned demo uh-huh. in other stories avoid a Applying rigid laws on people referred to you by political heads, ex COO tells court. And then King Charles III diagnosed with cancer, according to Buckingham Palace. Now, Class FM lead story, very bold claim. All ghosts have been exorcised from the government payroll. Ah, 
come here, my tank block. According to the, <laughs> according to the, them, according to the controller, uh-huh. it says all goods oh, no, 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 this one, yes, it can't be true. have been exercised from government payroll. Oh, please. Something that even Nkrumah couldn't deal with. <laughs> well, even JJ couldn't deal with. <laughs> 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 the controller. Yeah, that's the least. He would have done some decent job, but as for all of them. All ghosts? That one, I don't you don't believe in his no, powers no. of exos. He's, he's not a ghost bastard. <laughs> the big story everywhere else. I take you to Bloomberg, for example. Uh, people are worried about Senegal. Senegal lawmakers mm. agreed 10 month delay to presidential vote. As a consequence, Ouchale. their bonds have sunk because of the presidential election being postponed. And lawmakers are also launching an inquiry into the election process. Well, meanwhile, Zambia is set to start trading its own copper. They want to compete with Glencore. Keep an eye on that story. Mm. Reuters is also talking about Palestinians who blinking visit can deliver Gaza truce before the Rafa assault. The Mm. King Charles diagnosis with cancer will postpone duties and undergo treatment. That's the story there. France 24 also talks about Senegal MPs voting to delay presidential poll, sparking protests. Mm. So that's a big story everywhere. Even allafrica.com is leading with that as well. If you go to the East African, they are talking about the diagnosis of uh, King, King Charles, Charles with cancer. Okay. And then former president from Tanzania, Mwini, mm. hospitalized. Yeah, treatment you know, for chest illness. Yeah, you know, a couple of days ago, a Namibian president passed on. At yeah. 82. Yeah, 82, and 83, thereabouts. Uh, it's, it's 82 point something. Yeah, so we wish uh, our leaders all the best. Yes. Uh, they should be in the best of health, including uh, King Charles. Let's get into the details. Okay, let me take you to the find out. The mm. story mm. about 110.8 million Ghana cities being injected into the cuckoo sector. Now, Elvis Darko reporting for the new finder says this morning that the Ghana Cocoa Board has so far spent 110.8 million Ghana CDs on compensation payment, tree cutting, replanting, and maintenance under the Cocoa Farm Rehabilitation Program. Now, an amount of 43.3 million Ghana CDs was paid as compensation, while 67.5 million Ghana CDs were spent on tree cutting and plantain suckers now uh, so far 54 million uh, or is actually 54,000 uh, hectares of cuckoo farms of affected um, areas by the cuckoo swollen suit uh, virus disease have been rehabilitated now cocoa board bears the entire cost of the cutting the treatment and replanting and maintenance for two years before it is handed over to the let me let me give you that story context this is good but the big issue is the importation of cocoa beans from abroad Mm -hmm. i need to tell you that ghana is the world's second largest producer of cocoa Mm -hmm. we harvested 650,000 tons of cocoa last year Mm. which is the least in 13 years Mm. Mm. right so this is since 2000 and 15 or so, no, 13, how long? 13 minus 24 is how much? 11. 2011, this is the least cocoa harvest in 13 years. Mm-hmm. There was bad weather, scarcity of farm inputs, and other issues which have led to a decrease in mm-hmm. our import revenues. So that's a big story for you okay. to look at. Let's come to the graphic. Well, if you go to the graphic business, some experts are talking about proposed taxes. Now, mm. they say um, it, they will hurt the economy. Yeah. Now, these um, economists have advised the government to reconsider the introduction of the 50% VAT on electricity and the emissions levy, arguing mm-hmm. that the, the move will harm the economy. Mm-hmm. Now, if you go through further details, the Ministry of Finance in December directed ECG and Netco to implement that. We do know that more discussions or the story has evolved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me give you two stories related. Finance Minister, former Finance Minister Tekbe has said that the current tax regime in Ghana is the most 
severe and punitive mm-hmm. in the nation's history. Oh. The opposition NDC has accused the MPP government of introducing over 50 new taxes since uh, 2017. The continuous imposition of taxes has sparked public outrage in Ghana, the most recent being the VAT on residential electricity usage and the emissions levy. Setek Beto City News' Majiman on Monday that the country's current tax regime is excessively high. I think we are seeing the worst of the tax system. It is the most punitive and the worst tax structure that we have had. Mm. And as we have, and as with every tax that is punitive, you end up not collecting or generating as much revenue as possible. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, he was accused of um, introducing nuisance taxes, mm-hmm. but now he's saying that the tax regime is the worst. Now, Fabag, the people who accused him are doing the worst things. Yeah, the, the Fabag, which is the Food and Beverage Association of Ghana, have joined the discussion around taxes. Mm-hmm. They are calling on government to immediately withdraw the emissions levy. In a statement dated February 5, Faba said they believe the aspect of the tax that affects the industry is highly insensitive and anti-business. Mm. Guta, TUC, GPRTU have all strongly opposed the emissions tax. Okay. Faba, in a statement, insisted that the emissions levy is premature and will not achieve its desired results. Okay, okay so let's stay within the financial space because the Ghanaian Times has two stories dealing with finance. The first one is um, concerns the Lands Commission which we are told has improved revenue by 12% in 2023. A Times reporter writes this morning that the uh, Lands Commission has uh, raked in a revenue of 206 million Ghana cities for the year of uh, 2023. Mm. A 12% increase of 1 million Ghana cities for the same period of 2022. Mm-hmm. Now, the second story mm-hmm. uh, deals with um, uh, the the data we have within the financial space. Mm-hmm. Kingsley E. Hope reporting from Kumasi says that the Vice President Dr. Mahmoud Baumia has uh, stressed the importance of incorporating cyber security measures hmm. by the Controller and the Accountant General Department to protect financial data in the country. And according to the Vice President, it was a key area that needed special attention, especially with the increasing prevalence of cyber threats to safeguard sensitive financial information to maintain the trust of clients. And I am hoping the Vice President is also keeping an eye on this story that hmm. the Bank of Ghana will engage officials of GRA and other stakeholders within the financial sector today oh. Tuesday for the Sith to address concerns related to unauthorized deductions on mobile money transfers over the past week mm-hmm. City Breakfast Show has been at the forefront of advocating for BOG officials to intervene and rectify the unauthorized charges reported by mobile money users now speaking during a media session in Parliament Samuel George, Deputy Ranking Member of Parliament's Communications Committee, called for a prompt resolution of the issue. Mm-hmm. He disclosed awareness of an upcoming meeting involving the BOG, electronic money issuers, telecoms companies, and banks. The discussions aiming to address the <coughs> systemic issues associated with the Elmas system. Here's a quote from Samuel George. Mm. I am aware that post the work that the City Breakfast Show did tomorrow, there's a meeting where the Bank of Ghana, the EMIs, the telcos, and others will sit to have a conversation because there's a problem with the system that is being run, he said. Okay, okay. that's good news, uh, but we'll keep the pressure on. Uh, meanwhile, though, we are told that the IMF uh, disbursement will keep uh, Ghana's exchange rate stable. This mm. is in the Chronicle, the business page on 7. Page 7 says that Fish Solutions, an international rating agency, says a gradual improvement in investor sentiment and a $600 million US dollar IMF disbursement will keep the exchange rate stable. So we're talking about the relationship between the US dollar and the Ghana CD. Now, a report detailing interest rate and infl- inflationary dynamics for 2024 
uh, in a report basically uh, mm-hmm. detailing interest rate and inf- inflationary dynamics for 2024 the rating agency said it predicted that the disbursement and investment uh, investor sentiments will keep the cities at roughly 12.0 um, Ghana yeah. cities to the US dollar throughout the first quarter of 2024 but how much is it on the market now? I think it's above um, you know 12, it's above 12, 12 point just something. above 12 all right let's come to the graphic well, before the, I take you to some other stories <clears throat> okay now the front page of the graphic is saying that higher alert high health alert high risk meningitis period hmm. now sore throat headache fever and general bodily pains and others are symptoms of meningitis which has a higher risk during the dry season hmm. now the public is advised to therefore report to any uh, health facility if they experience any of the above symptoms this is to ensure early diagnosis of possible cases mm-hmm. of meningitis for appropriate and early treatment now this is coming from the deputy director in charge of surveillance at the ghana health service dr dennis or died lie and he said the current dry season in the country had increased the risk of men risk of meningitis mm. adding that if the country continued to experience a prolonged hamatan season it would increase the risk of people suffering the condition let me take you to a very tragic story my online.com seven dead as tanker runs over trotto at amasaman in accra oh, no. seven individuals no, have reportedly no. died in a road accident on the amasaman in Saman road in greater Accra region the incident monday is said to have happened when a tanker ran over a trotro vehicle killing seven out of ten passengers on board speaking to adam online an eyewitness alex Ankra, who narrated said that tanker driver failed its brake mm. and crashed into the commercial vehicle the commercial driver slowed down upon getting to a section of the road which is under construction due to a hole there unfortunately the tanker driver which was behind crashed into it and destroyed it totally oh, according to him bystanders managed to remove the victims from the mangled vehicle mm. but most of them were not responsive oh. this happened yesterday oh. yeah this is a road you know very well yeah, we need to drive slowly now let me give you the story that you say you doubt okay. this is class fm all ghosts <laughs> have been exercised from government payroll this is a cag who ran, ran for mpp something and he didn't win I think it is Akim or Dao, Akim Swedru, I'm not sure. Akim Swedru. So, Mr. Kwesi Kwening Bosomping, Control and Accountant General, has said that the national payroll database is now devoid of ghost names. Thanks to the successful implementation of a comprehensive digital solution, the system incorporates the integration of Government of Ghana National Mechanized Payroll Database from the Control and Accountant General's Department with the National Education Database, so GOG, CAGD, NIA. Now, here's the thing. The <laughs> real-time biometric validation mm. and verification processes mm-hmm. have been decentralized to various CAGD verification centers nationwide, okay. ensuring heightened accessibility and convenience. Okay. However, mm-hmm. Mr. Kwaning Bosompim issued a caution mm-hmm. that as of March 2024, any mm-hmm. public servant or without a Ghana card uh-huh. risk for fitting their salary. Okay. Speaking at the 2024 Controller and Accountant General's annual conference in Kumasi, Mr. Bosompim said the payroll database has been an active database all these years. I see. So right now, if you're a ghost, you won't get any yeah, money. Yeah, so congratulations to the controller and congratulations to the government of Ghana. Yo. We, we, we're here. That's good news. ICT is helping us. Hey, now let me take you to page 9 mm-hmm. of the business analysts on personal investment. We are told that there is a brilliant way of using artificial intelligence to mm. enhance your investment portfolio is in it? 2024. Mm. So what I will urge you to do this morning yes. is to grab a copy of the business analyst, uh-huh. you know, photocopy that page and then put it in your in, in, in your right. office and read it every day. Let me come to, to enhance your investment. But mm-hmm. quickly though, they are talking about the accident matter. We're mm. told that the insurance sector mm-hmm. uh, was ranked 
last in True. 2023 Why? customer service report now that story is on page eight oh. of the uh business analyst says oh. the insurance sector has been ranked last oh in customer service according to the 2023 institute of customer service professionals ghana report oh. now the sector scored 61.65 uh, percent while the telecommunications uh, sector came first with a score of 88.12 now, the hospitality industry and public institutions were ranked second and third, respectively, uh, scoring 83.13% uh, and 81%. So, uh, telcos number one. Yeah, the telcos. Two, two is hospitality, hospitality, three is government. Yeah, public institutions. And then four. And, and then four, insurance. And I believe... No, so was it only four? Which, which one is number four? Um, there are a number of other institutions here in, in the report. But how many were surveyed before insurance came last? Um, because so being last detail. out of four is, is not the same as being last out of ten. Mm, uh, so the, the, that, the, the story doesn't have... Um, but they should those, have... You can't say somebody's yeah, last yeah, and say, yeah, mention only three. But you know the economy is vast. No, we want to know, were they ten, were they fifteen, uh, were they five? Okay. Because okay. if you are last out of four, it's not the same as being yeah, last out of ten. Co that context is very important. Now, e except to say, you know the insurance people, sometimes, um, a good number of the times, when your vehicle has a problem and you now want to claim the thing, then they are jumping around, giving you excuse, doing this, oh. doing that. Maybe that is also not, part of the problem. Not my insurance. So this is this is a this is this is a customer service survey. So maybe this is people's experience. Yes, that's what I'm saying. So people, you know, people's yeah. experiences with these insurance companies, they have to do something about that. Okay. Because when people are hot and they want support and they are telling All right. funny stories. Anyway, page three of the Daily Guide, mm. the NSA director is hot. Now, the Public Accounts Committee of Parliament has ordered the immediate arrest of the Northern Regional Director and Accountant of the National Sports Authority. Mm. Now, the two mm. are alleged to have squandered over 160,000 series of internally generated funds after they failed to pay the amount into the consolidated fund. Mm. The anomaly was captured mm. in the 2022 Auditor General's report, which said that the Northern Regional Management of the NSA failed to lodge 160,000 series in the designated consolidated fund transit account of the sports authority right. now there are very interesting videos going around mm. on social on the an exchange between the nsa boss professor chumisi mm. and honorable james Kuchia let me give you the last story kinky prices hit four cities as far back as november 2022 oh, teshi was the last man standing and apparently the most expensive kinky in accra is in abilinkwe and jowulu are you serious am i shocked no it is in Why? the story now the Everyone two cd price of a, like the two cd price of a ball of Ghanaian kinky um was phased out of Accra as far back as November 2022, according to the Kinke Index. According to the index, by November last year, 2023, one third of Kinke joints in Accra sold Kinke at five CDs. Teshi was the only place Kinke beaters could get a ball for two CDs. Cool. And then there were other interesting highlights. I did this on the point of view yesterday. Very, very interesting indeed. Samples were collected within one week in each calendar month, typically starting on the 15th of August. Mm -hmm. And then we are told April was the last month where a five CD Kinke was the was the month when the five CD Kinke made his entry. Ooh. By November, a third of Kinke joints were selling for five CDs. Mm -hmm. In that same period, two CD Kinke could, could no longer be found. Yeah. Meanwhile, over the period, Kinke's size has also shrunk, whilst Kinke price has risen up. So Kinke is now is it what, if you add four zeros is what? Oh, you want to you want to do no don't do that. I mean that is and, and you see it's so wrong that they, while they are reducing. The ball size is reducing. And the price of King is going up. That is not right. Yes. So that's the hope. The guy who did the service search, the way the King is going. Very soon, we have to eat two balls to be satisfied. One ball is not enough. With one calamity. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation.
Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. All right, so it's 6.58, City Business News next, brought to you by MTN. If you need to make an urgent call and realize you don't have enough credit or your important conversation is cut short because of lack of airtime, no need to stress, dial star 506 hash, get to borrow credit on MTN extra time. You can also bundle data wherever you run out of credit. And browse as always. Your conversations don't need to end. Borrow extra time now. News is also brought to us by Goyle and... The news is also brought to you by Old Mutual. 10 years of greatness in Ghana, here for a lifetime. Nila Tilat is joining us with the City Business News. Good morning. Good morning, Bernard. Hello to you out there. Welcome to the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN, Well Access Bank and Old Mutual. Coming up. IMF advises Ghana to strictly adhere to fund program admits calls for the scrapping of VAT on electricity. Also, government cautioned against temporary revenue measures pressurizing the taxpayer. We hear from former finance minister Seth Epe, who says the country is experiencing its worst and punitive tax regime ever. My name is Neela Telati. Thank you for joining us. To the details now. The International Monetary Fund, IMF, is advising Ghana against deviating from the course of its fund program. This is to ensure that the country reaps the full benefits of the ongoing bailout package. The fund is urging an effective implementation of structural reforms following the release of the $600 million second tranche and at a time when the government is said to be considering engagement with the IMF for a consensus on the anticipated revenue shortfall over the planned suspension of the VAT on electricity. But the IMF insists Ghana adheres to the agreed-upon austerity measures in order to manage its way out of the economic crisis. Abebe Selassie is the director of the African Department at the IMF, and he's been speaking about Ghana's program in Washington, D.C. Ghana program, uh, you know, uh, is being implemented uh, effectively. Uh, we just went to the board recently uh, with the first program review, uh, following, of course, uh, uh, the policies that the government has uh, been putting in place uh, to address the, you know, huge imbalances uh, Ghana was facing through last year, uh, and of course, creditors signaling that they, uh, official creditors signaling that they. Um, will provide debt relief uh, consistent with what uh, Ghana needs. Um, so we just went to the board, uh, I think, um, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, what I can say is that going forward, it will be really, really important that Ghana continues to implement the program uh, that they have developed uh, as envisaged. Um, that is really uh, critical. Uh, these programs are not, uh, you know, are designed to be implemented over three, four years. Um, uh, and it's really important that, you know, you stick the, Ghana sticks the core uh, and sees the program being implemented over the next uh, three years. So we look forward to continuing to support Ghana uh, consistent with the program implementation. 
Abebe Salasie is the director of the African Department at the International Monetary Fund. Meanwhile, former finance minister Setepe is advising the government against relying on temporary revenue measures as a core part of its income strategy. He believes the government has increasingly depended on temporary levies initially introduced as short-term solutions during crisis. In an interview with City Business News, Setepe expressed concern that this reliance on temporary revenue solutions has overburdened the tax net and placed undue strain on the existing tax infrastructure. Anytime the country had a problem, which is marked by going to the IMF, there were two tax instruments that we always associate with IMF programs. The fiscal stabilization levy, which is an additional income tax on businesses that are either doing well even though we are in crisis, or big businesses that can accommodate the tax. The second one was the temporary import duty. Immediately after the IMF program, they are dropped. Now, apart from the import duty, which was substituted and by another name, temporary import duty, the fiscal stabilization has already just been renamed. That means that since they were imposed for the 2015 program, they've not been removed, so they've become permanent. And that is why when COVID came, we imposed a COVID levy. And COVID levy has also come to stay. So we have also distorted another purpose of bringing in levies. Former Finance Minister Seth Tepe there. The Food and Beverages Association of Ghana, Fabak, has added its voice to the growing pressure on the government to withdraw the emissions levy. According to Fabak, the revenue measure will further worsen the prevailing economic hardship faced by the business community. John Awuni is executive chairman of the association. Look at the mining sector. The government has fought relentlessly over the past seven now we are in the eighth year, and yet we still have our water bodies and our environment seriously polluted. If the government has not succeeded in achieving that kind of objective, what, how, how are they going to manage to achieve that objective in, the, in ensuring that there's people adopt environmental-friendly uh, practices in industry? That is clearly not possible because when we look at the fact that most of the industries are already under serious pressure in terms of high production, in terms of low demand, in terms of uh, losing their capital daily, depreciation of the currency, and a whole lot of layers of taxes. The government does not need to come out with another layer of tax that is going to exacerbate the woes of industry. John Awuni is executive chairman for the Food and Beverages Association of Ghana, Fabak. Energy analyst Dr. Yusuf Suleiman is warning government of a potential non-compliance by taxpayers in fulfilling their obligations to pay the emissions levy. Dr. Suleimana stresses that the levy adds up to the burden of numerous taxes slapped on taxpayers, which may have the tendency of tax evasion, leading to a considerable revenue loss. The energy analyst in an interview with City Business News urged the government to rather adopt alternative measures to ensure compliance of the already existing taxes. First of all, we have a lot of undesirable and nuisance taxes out there. Even that, how much compliance do we have with respect to the existing taxes? Uh, I would have recommended that the logical thing the government could do would be to to put the shoulders to the wheel to ensure that the existing tax handles that are, that are flying out there, we see how we can get people to comply with that. But any attempt to introduce new taxes will only increase non-compliance. It could, it has potential to increase non-compliance because of the burden it will put on the taxpayer. And I think overall, these things are not good for 
the economic well-being of the nation. And I'm saying that because these taxes that we introduce, we keep on introducing as if it's, it's nobody's business, um, it's going to impact consumer disposable income, household disposable income. Dr. Yusuf Suleimana is an energy analyst, a while longer on taxes because the Ghana Publishers Association has expressed fears of job losses in the industry following the implementation of VAT on imported books. The group is thus calling on the government to backtrack on the implementation while urging industry players to find workable solutions in supporting the industry. The following report has more. Before adjourning for Christmas, Parliament passed five new tax measures including the VAT Amendment Bill 2023. This bill subjects insurance premiums, imported textbooks, erasers and other stationary items to VAT. The Ghana Publishers Association, in collaboration with other stakeholders, expresses deep concern particularly about the imposition of VAT on imported books. President of the Ghana Publishers Association, Asari Kunedu Yamwa, cautions in a City Business News report that these new tax measures may lead to a surge in book prices adversely affecting their businesses. We are opposed to this tax on textbooks. We have raised issues. Uh, we engaged GRA for clarification. We held two, two workshops with GRA for them to explain the matter and how we're going to proceed on that. So... Uh, having studied after the meetings, we have a, we held a meeting, crunch meeting on our side, and we, in fact, considering all the scenarios, we realized that we need to advocate for this to be removed. Kunadi Yamwa calls on the government to eliminate taxes on locally printed materials if the intention is to safeguard the local industry by imposing VAT on imported books. I, I do not see the advantages of any local protection of a local industry. Because we import paper, we import printing materials. Everything about printing is imported. How can you support your local industry with a full 100% importation of materials? Any disturbance of raw materials uh, overseas affects your industry. We, we, we don't see any advantage as such. Seriously, government intends to protect local printing. What the government must do is remove all taxes on printing materials. Highlighting potential repercussions, Yamwa hints are the risk of job losses due to the continuous implementation of VAT on imported books, urging the government to reassess these tax measures. To urge the government through this meeting to consider the larger implications, the opportunities that this industry can provide for the state if all things are made available for us. So we think that these things, government should always consult us, listen to us. President of the Ghana Publishers Association, Asari Kunidi Yamwa, ending that report by uh, Daniel Sakite and read to you by Charles Ousukumi. Now, players in the energy sector have reaffirmed their support towards government effort to achieve its net zero goals through the cylinder recirculation module, emphasizing its potential. They are said that the recirculation module is pivotal in providing a safe, convenient and cost-effective solution to empower communities with cleaner cooking methods. These initiatives aim to mitigate the adverse effect of burning traditional cooking fuels. Among these advocates is Puma Energy Ghana with its general manager, Latini Lotswa, giving the assurance during a visit by US EPA to its affiliate LPG bottling facility here in Tema. The, the history that I've just given you in terms of our infrastructure development and our drive towards a sustainable, uh, a sustainable future, 
is the one that has attracted us to the cylinder recirculation model. Um, we have partnered, we work with government to ensure that their initiative towards this program uh, is successful and it's a program that we can share with the rest of the, the industry. And the past is bad in terms of uh, what we have seen uh, negatively impacting the, the, the industry. We've had fatalities because of the manner in which we handle the product. And we believe that the cylinder recirculation model will correct that. We do support government's initiative to uh, improve penetration of, of LPG from current 25% to 50% uh, by the year 2030. That was the general manager of Puma Energy Ghana, Losra, speaking there. On to the interbank foreign exchange markets now, where banks trade amongst themselves. The dollar gained 2 pesos and is selling at 12 CDs, 8 pesos. The British pound lost 12 pesos and is selling at 15 CDs, 13 pesos. The euro lost 5 pesos and is selling at 12 CDs, 96 pesos. However, as some forex bureaus in the capital, the dollar is selling at 12 CDs, 50 pesos, while the British pound could be sold to you at 15 CDs, 65 pesos, that of the euro going for 13 CDs, 40 pesos. And that's it for the breakfast edition of City Business News. It was brought to you by MTN, Goal Access Bank and Old Mutual. My name is Ni Lati Lati. Do have a good business day. The news was also brought to you by Old Mutual. 10 years of greatness in Ghana. Here for a lifetime. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. 14 minutes past 7. Still listening to the City Breakfast Show. We're getting into the sport. Kickoff is brought to you by Lesheho. 2024 comes with great news from Lesheho Savings and Loans. Can you know? Allow the hectic back-to-school season to steal the New Year's joy. We reduce our interest rate for you from now till April 30 in the Lesheho back-to-school promotion. Oh yes, we've reduced our rates for our payroll loans significantly. Apply for a back-to-school loan today to sort out the family's educational needs. Call 0270-040-799 or 0270-040-733. Remember, terms and conditions apply. Lesheho, let's improve life. Rotary, Harland, Foden! That will do! A first city hat trick for Foden since the derby when they won 6 3. And the Blues for the fourth away game in a row have got the points and will win. Your face joining us in the sports news. Good morning. Good morning, Bernard. And uh, the citizen is recording. Uh, they came from behind to stretch the Premier League ground to five consecutive wins. We'll get to hear from manager Pep Guardiola and a bit, and then we'll look ahead to this. Did you, as Minister for Youth and Sports, suspend the use of the stadia? No, you did not. No, I do not. All right, uh, Sports Minister Mustafa Youssef says he had no role to play in the decision to close down the Accra Sports Stadium in December for non-sporting activities. More from the Public Accounts Committee yesterday. We've got tennis and Formula One coming up in the next couple of minutes. My name is Gabby Offen. This is Kickoff on the City Breakfast Show.
right, we start off with this word. The Public Accounts Committee of Parliament has accused the Director General of the National Sports Authority, Professor Peter Chimesi, of uh, consciously sabotaging the efforts of the Minister of Youth and Sports, that's uh, Mustafa Youssef. Now, this comes on the back of the refusal of the NSA to accept help in restoring the Cape Coast Stadium pitch for uh, national team matches after it was used for the 2023 Independence Day celebrations. Now, the NSA subsequently went ahead to defy a directive from the sports minister seeking to transfer its central regional coordinator, Mr. Alexander Teku, to Accra. And uh, here's a summary of what occurred at the Public Accounts Committee yesterday. Right. Did the minister call you on this young man? The, the, no. Did he call you on this young man issue? No, it was after the issue. Did he call you? I'm not saying proud or post. Before did he, he call you. Before he go in there, no. But no. did he call you on this young man uh, there? No, he invited us to his office after this particular incident. So he didn't call you? On the phone, no. Okay, so in the office, you discussed yes. the young man? Yes. Yes. You agree with him that the young man should go and help? No, the, the issue that we went to his office to discuss was that the Cape Coast Regional Director had disrespected him because he had made Chief Director to send somebody there. And, and, and the, the, the young man didn't get access. So he needed to get an explanation from us as to how this misunderstanding uh, went about. In fact, even after, after the discussion with the Honorable Minister, we gave him assurance. We perfectly... Uh, support your, your suggestion that you give us because after all, it's going to support help the work of the national Director General, authority. You are here, except last... that we didn't know of any, I didn't know of any General. such private General. General. Yes, you I are, didn't know. You are, you are here, last seriously. Year. I didn't know. You are here, last remember, year. yes. I, I just Director, you're talking. Why? Why do you behave like this? Is that how you behave? Is that how you are training your children? Sorry, is that how you are training your children? All right, so those were excerpts of uh, what transpired yesterday at the Public Accounts Committee. You had uh, Professor Peter Chimisi, the Director General of the National Sports Authority, being coerced by the Chairman of the Public Accounts Committee, Honorable James Clusia Veji, uh, interacting with the NSC boss. Well, he did not end there. The Public Accounts Committee further recommended a special audit of the National Sports Authority after uh, some financial inconsistencies. Are you also aware of the Kumasi Stadium that there's a contract between Morton Choice and National Sports Authority under the Regional Office of National? Are you aware of that? That I am aware, Mr. Chairman. How much have you paid for that? Mr. Chairman, I'll verify. I'm still verifying. I don't it means that you're not aware that payment has been made? I know payment was made. How much? If you know the payment, how much has it paid? Mr. Chairman, I cannot say off-head there. Uh, Auditor General, I'm repeating my recommendation. We we'll recommend in our reports, but I think you should communicate this to the Auditor General himself immediately. There's a need for a special audit of National Sports Authority. All right, so that's uh, the Chairman for the Public Accounts Committee, Honorable James Clusha Vergi, speaking uh, there, keeping tabs on that story. But let's stay on that and uh, we take you back to December where the Cross Sports Stadium was closed down for some weeks and rented out by the uh, National Sports Authority for non-sporting events. Minister of Youth and Sport, Mustafa Youssef, who was also present at the Public Accounts Committee, was asked if he sanctioned the move by the NSA to rent out the facilities. The sporting, our the main purpose of our sporting activities, uh, sporting facilities, is for us to develop, use those facilities to develop uh, talent and also for competitions, whether national or international competitions. 
as Minister for Youth and Sports, did you authorize the suspension of sporting activities at our major stadia, um, the Accra Sports Stadia and Kumasi Sports Stadia, uh, over the festive period, the December period, did you as Minister for Youth and Sports suspend the use of the stadia? No. You did not? No, I did not. Are you aware that the National Sports Authority, under the direction of the Director General, suspended use of the sports stadia for footballing activities in the middle of the Ghana Premier League? Yes, I'm aware. All right, so does uh, Minister of Heat and Sports, Mustafa Yusuf, speaking then. So the Across Sports Stadium will host all three games, so the Black Sets Light, so when the 2023 African Games begin in the next few weeks. And we stay with that. And uh, this time here from the Yellow Sea Chairman for the 13th African Games. His name is Dr. Kweko Fusiosari. And uh, he's been speaking on the readiness of the, of the facilities to host the 13th African Games. Well, everything is ready. The facilities and the arrangements to host all those who are coming. We are really, really there. We have uh, put everything in place to host the entire continent. The facilities are bought, at Bottiman are ready. The contractor is even, uh, as we speak now, begging us to come and take over so that he, he will have his uh, handover certificate. Uh, at Legon, we have also upgraded all the facilities. All right, so there's the LLC chairman for the 13th African Games, Dr. Koko Fusiasari, speaking uh, there. Now, away from that, so now former Premier League champion Kumasa Sante Kotoko will face Ivorian Giants Asek Mimosas in the 2024 Gaoka President's Cup on the Tuesday, March 5, 2024, as part of Ghana's Independence Day celebration. The annual one off cup game organized by Gaoka is played in honor of the sitting president of Ghana with uh, this year's tie is scheduled to take place at the Barbara Sports Stadium in Kumasi at uh, 3 p.m. Well, at the Brentford Community Stadium, Manchester City moved into second place in the Premier League. Two points behind leaders Liverpool as Phil Foden's hat-trick was a catalyst for a convincing win at Brentford. Here, City boss Pep Guardiola full of praise for the English attacker. Simple, how he'll be more aggressive, always had the, he has the pleasure to score goals and the threat when he's close to the tier box always is there. Think kind of runner, how he runs for the team, so he's an exceptional, an excellent player. So a short age, already more than 250 games from City, that means the impact, the influence since, since, since he won. All right, so that's uh, Manchester City boss Pep Guardiola speaking there. We hear from the hat-trick hero, Phil Foden. Yeah, we stayed calm. Um, I think we're a team that trusts our ability. There's going to be ups and downs in football. But like I said, I think we're playing really well, even when we're 1-0 down. So we had to remain patient. Um, there's not much room, you know, they close all the spaces. But like I said, I thought we'd remain, remain patient and and control the game, which is, which is the main thing, and cre- created a lot of chances as well, which is nice to see. All right, so there's a Manchester City's uh, attacker Phil Foden speaking there after starring against Brentford at uh, the Brentford Community Stadium. Well, let's do some tennis and Emma Raducanu shoot to the second round of the Mopadala Abu Dhabi Open after dispatching Mari Buskova in straight sets. Raducanu playing in just the third tournament of the year and the first since the second round exit at the Australian Open took 82 minutes to see of a Czech opponent 6-4. 6-1 in uh, the final match 
of the day. In Formula 1, Red Bull has launched an investigation of allegations of inappropriate behaviour were made against Christian Horner, who is the, the team principal. Horner has been a Red Bull team principal since their first Formula 1 season in 2005, leading the Milton Keynes Bay squad to seven drivers' titles and six constructors' triumphs during his 19 years in charge. The investigation, which has been carried out but an external specialist barrister was confirmed by the F1 team's Austrian parents club on Monday. And that's it for kickoff today on the City Breakfast Show. For more stories, you can head to citysportonline.com and on X at City Sports GH. Kickoff was probably brought to you by Shell and Les Shell. My name is Gabby Offer. Do enjoy the rest of your day. Take care and bye bye. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. If it wasn't for me, I know what we had was definitely gonna last. I admit, I admit that we say some things we don't mean when we're mad. Yeah. But I realize that I've been foolish. I never should have turned my back. Cause it's a cold world when you're out there all alone. So many times that I wanted to just pick up the phone. And tell you, ooh, baby, baby, I miss your love and soul. City Breakfast Show. A couple of quick birthdays on the show this morning. Wishing our six-year-old daughter, Jiva Delasi Arabasika Oklu, of Vine Christian School, a happy birthday from her mom and dad, Mr. and Mrs. Oklu, to their daughter, Jiva Delasi Arabasika Oklu. So our beautiful and blessed fruit, we pray for God's protection, guidance, and favor upon your life. You and me. May people see you and see Christ. Happy birthday to Claire, Erlene, and uh, Ajoba Arthur. From your dad, 
Mom, Papa, and Rama. Happy gracious birthday to Yvonne Amankwa of Bone. May your bands be full of plenty of wine and corn. May the good Lord perfect all that which concerns you. Have a blessed one, sis, coming in from Kelvin. And a special birthday greeting to Yaba Akapam. Coming in from your husband, Clement. Dr. Papa. Yes, indeed. Yaba is a medical doctor. Yeah. She is with the... Um, family health section. I think they deal with this is at the SNIT or the Trust Hospital. Yeah, the Trust Hospital. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know, Shaba is the only woman in the world I know uh-huh. who has been able to bring the papacy aspirations of our brother and my learned, you know, senior uh, from Sandema in the extreme north of Ghana. What are you saying? To a premature end. You know, you know, Akapamus was, you know, Papa C boy. Ah, uh, you mean he, whole... was, he was on his way to become Italian. And he was a mass boy. Incredible man would have sent to the, you know, room to do his work there. As you know. You mean he was on the way to become a priest? Until Yaba came into the picture. Who will be here in the newsroom and Clement will miss more. Will vanish more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in the process, Yaba came. <laughs> We couldn't read the mask. <laughs> 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 Happy birthday to you, Yabaswani yeah. Akapam. Yeah. Happy birthday to uh, Selom Adonu. Yes, Salenko, Salenko. Who incidentally works in the chambers. Um, what does Selom? Selom works with many people. Oh, works, no, but now he works with, uh, you know, yeah, Clement. Clement. Yes, yes. I forget the name of the firm. Cromwell. No, they have some name. They, they, oh, Taylor Crab. Taylor Crab. Yes, yeah, he so works with Taylor Crab. Taylor and Crab. Yes. And then their senior is. So also. very interesting and canic circumstance. So Clement's wife's birthday is the same as Salom's birthday. Yes. And then of course, Nanatewa Otter, yes. who is like a, a business partner and a friend to Clement. He and his wife Rachel also have their wedding anniversary in today. fact they own the firm together yes that's what i'm saying yeah. so so taylor crabs yes. joint owners uh-huh. are celebrating their wedding anniversary yes which happens to be the birthday of one partner's thank wife you. Thank which you. happens to be the birthday of Selom. thank you who is also working with them thank you thank you you see the way they have you know no, so for them the world was created on february 6th Aha. and you know and you know that is the the, the the legal mind of parliament yes. of the republic of ghana he is now the the you know, Parliament for many years didn't have a legal office. Department, yes. yes. So the department the was set up and yeah. lawyer, which is interesting because he did his service at Parliament. Yes, yes, yes. And then he yes. went back there to work. Exactly. Doing really, really well. Uh-huh. Uh, happy birthday also to Ni Apatu Plan. Yeah! <laughs> a great, great friend of ours. Uh-huh. Uh, our lawyer here. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, our lawyer here. Uh, oh, your name is Senyalaga. Okay. A Noah of a big Noah of law. Yes. That's what the lawyer. Senyalaga. Okay. Bubuto. A respectful, uh, respectable. Uh, ndi plan. Thank you. Hey, he our, our legal uh-huh. council here uh-huh. at city. Uh-huh. If something happens, uh-huh. we, we ask him to come. Uh-huh. Look into the books. We quit laws because intention that we defeat our opponent uh, <laughs> and when he comes he works <laughs> Charlie, you have to set up a church <laughs> and you, you will preach and i'll translate <laughs> no, it won't be about it you'll be speaking and when i'll be translating it no 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 no
Swansi Akapam. And then uh, you know the Donatewia and the wife. Happy marriage anniversary. Bless so you all. We are dropping this song for you all. Bless you all. Yeah, I also like to wish uh, my cousin Yvonne Nate a happy right. birthday. She's in the UK. Yvonne, mm. happy birthday to you. Enjoy the day. All right. And happy birthday to mm. us sharing this special day with you. is a blessing and I cherish every moment we get to celebrate together. Yo, Cheers to us and a beautiful life we've built together from Jik Kunidu Frimpong from Echo Bank to his beautiful wife Vaida Kunidu Frimpong of Dansoman Polyclinic. Charlie, there's a name for our church, oh. Okay. The Avles Sky Ministries. We go do all the. I went to speak some elective away in Bando. Powerful. I hustle. You were delivering. Sky. I'm sure you had to dig deep. You know, to find it. You know, because I've been trained in English. I'm not like Sky. You know, when I'm speaking, I have to be very careful. And there were some words I couldn't even find away. So, like I said, we made the decision to construct shelters. I, you know. I, the word decision is always difficult. Like Sky would have used the word, he would have said me or something. But I couldn't get it. I would say me or decision. It's not you have to supply the English yeah, 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 like, the, the word the word is not a camp. We, like you said, we made the decision to construct resettlement shelters mm-hmm. in the northern part of the Volta. So that you know it's a whole list of proverbs and the whole essay. It's not easy way. You know, the local language is is, is elaborate. Yes. And you, you need to and a lot true. of the words are descriptive of what you are trying to say. It is mm-hmm. true. You know. Mm-hmm. So it Charlie Sky would have just it's true. It's a very interesting point yeah, you made about the local language being very, very descriptive. Mm-hmm. And, very, also because, very, very and also because and also because we are not trained you know, we are not trained. We speak it at home, yes. but we're not trained. We're not trained yet. Think, in, think it. in it, yes. Yeah, so I think as an English that's the problem I have. But he thinks as an Ewemar. <laughs> That's why he has an advantage over me. <laughs> you guys, so he's able to... But you know, I always say that. I always say that when you when you look at language, right? Yeah. It just just looking at language and how it is how it is interpreted, mm. how it is written, mm. and just the philosophy behind it. Because you make a good point about the local language being elaborate, mm. dense, yeah. extremely descriptive. It's the same thing if you compare, for example, English and French or some of the yeah. Western languages. They also have their own very interesting yeah. traits. The other thing you need to notice is that, like, you know, in English, there are many words for things. A lot of times in our language, the words are like descriptive yes. of the thing of the thing mm-hmm. so it's trying to explain mm-hmm. and i think of course as the language evolves and develops it gets mm-hmm. to a point where you can then have one word for it mm-hmm. but a lot of times the words are describing mm-hmm. you know it's not easy yeah especially I, if you don't speak it a lot at home if you're in accra mm-hmm. uh-huh. a lot of my friends who live in ho or in the volta region they don't have that problem because mm-hmm. they, so they just flew they just flew yes but they, so, they use it every day so i had to rehearse the speech in english uh-huh. And then I had to now look for words while I was speaking to translate it. Ah, yeah, but that's 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 smart. That's, I mean, that's, to be able to do that difficult. on your feet, it's it's, it's, it's 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 brilliant. It's the toughest speech I've given <laughs> because the chiefs and people were there, <laughs> the MP was there, yes. and, and so you can't go. And they were looking into you your face. You can't go and cut. <laughs> you have to speak away. You know? But I think I gave a good account. Oh, yeah, it was beautiful. It. I, it was. I, I was I was very impressed listening to. Bernard, because I, I mean, I've, I've, I've heard him speak aware on a number yes, of cases, yes, and I've yes. not heard him speak like that. Yes, yes, yes. So he I did so well. Great. You did, you, you did. You if you, if you buy me, I'll play it on air. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it was a beautiful. A couple one. of things to mm. do before we jump into our main show. Good news is that our shouting from Thursday has yielded some fruit, and the Bank of Ghana has called a big meeting today mm-hmm. to discuss. The illegal e-levy being applied on some transactions that they ought not. 
and then the charges that the banks have applied to you sending money to yourself so we'll give you an update on that during the show today but enterprise insurance leader in general insurance since 1924 celebrates a 100-year anniversary with the yafi near motor insurance policy it's a promotion where one lucky winner will drive off in a brand new nissan kicks suv first and second runners up will jet off to dubai in an all expenses paid trip there are monthly raffle draws where you can win laptops tvs microwaves fridges and more call 0302 experience the time tested and truly trusted 100 year legacy of ghana's oldest <coughs> insurer enterprise insurance your advantage terms and conditions apply now pepsodent is out with pepsodent charcoal and pepsodent herbal toothpaste pepsodent charcoal is made of fluoride and a unique combo of natural charcoal lemon mint and zinc while pepsodent herbal toothpaste is infused with a unique blend of green tea and herbal ex- extracts always remember to brush your teeth in the morning and before you sleep at night and remember pepsodent has been educating Ghanaians on how to brush their teeth for 25 years here's an opportunity to talk to a dentist for free call 0800 and uh, Provident Insurance is your trusted insurance provider and they've been working in that space for over 40 years. They are welcoming everybody to a new year and they're telling you to insure your new car or renew your existing motor insurance policy from now till the end of March and get a free gift such as fuel coupons and several other branded Provident souvenirs. Rush now for your insurance cover T's and C supply. Remember, with Provident Man, you are covered. Now, GCB Bank PLC wishes to remind all its customers not to pay attention to any message or phone call claiming to come from GCB Bank PLC asking you to link your Ghana card to your bank account or provide your card account details. GCB will never send you a message or make a call to you requesting your account or card details. When in doubt, call 0800-422-422. Chat with us on WhatsApp via 02024 uh, 22422 or visit the nearest GCB branch. GCB, your bank for life. Now, during the summertime season, our children sneeze, cough, and fall ill just like that. Therefore, we need to give our children and ourselves the protection we deserve and shield our family against germs with Dettol soap bathing. With Dettol soap protects you and your family from up to uh, 100 illnesses causing germs, offering you maximum protection. Dettol soap can also be used for <coughs> washing hands. Dettol is endorsed by the Ghana Registered Nurses and Midwives Association. Dettol soap is available in all leading soap supermarkets across the country and convenience shops near you. Dettol shields your family from germs. 745, uh, let's hear from Parliament briefly after the advocacy regarding the deduction of e-levy from people sending money to themselves, essentially just transferring money within one wallet to another or an account to a wallet and also the charges, the uh, Bank of Ghana, we are told, is holding a very important meeting. Samuel George was speaking to media people over the yesterday, and he he made some interesting points about what's happening. He actually spoke about a platform that he thought was not functioning properly, the GRA platform that was supposed to rectify and bring all the confusion to an end. He said it was not working. So here's the sample. My MNO has updated my Ghana card onto the Elma system, but my bank has not updated its records. They've not sent up-to-date records. So as far as the Elma system is concerned, that account 
does not have has not been verified so transactions will go through and the reverse is the same there are banks that have done same because don't forget people are registering in real time and so if for a whole month they've not sent it means everybody who's done it in a whole month but that's just one angle of the problems i still hold the view that the whole implementation architecture of this e-levy is, is problematic and we need to sit down government just needs to sit down and understand what it wants to do and not be in a hurry in a hurry president Kovado told us he's in a hurry but he's in a hurry to fail you know and that's exactly what they're achieving uh, do you intend to take this up in parliament well parliament will definitely have to look at it i mean people's uh, monies are, are being stolen because even when the matter is resolved we have the issue of restitution so the hint there of the meeting that will be held this yeah. is the deputy ranking member on the communications committee speaking to us and Kale, we've received more complaints even after the program finished that's correct and uh, people are telling us charges that uh, they they are paying mm-hmm. i mean charges that 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 is worth a capital for yeah. a startup business yeah. i mean someone sent me a voice note she basically was sending money uh, on, in a business account from one account to another in the, same, in the bank. same bank and her relationship manager actually advised her that since it was the same person same bank she wouldn't uh it wouldn't attract any e-levy but she was charged as much as seven thousand ghana cds for seven thousand eight hundred seven thousand eight hundred in july last year she's been chasing reversal for a very long time it's not happening and now she's been told that look it's not even an illegal charge so the issue is deep-seated and we need all the government machinery to come into this and resolve it as soon as possible few quick birthdays as well good morning please wish my friend sefako Dusey coming to 22 clinic a memorable happy birthday with all that comes from it and with it with from samuel teyadano photogenized graphic and uh, kosa 98 that's Kosa. And then good afternoon, City. Please help me wish Emmanuel Asiabo, aka Kwash, a happy birthday. Yes, wishing him many more returns of the day with the abundance of joy and wisdom. Good health, favor everywhere in Jesus' name. From all of us at Primus Advertising to Emmanuel Asiabo, aka Kwash. But now today is the birthday of Mrs. Monica Adoboy Opong, Regional Manager, Absa Bank, Ghana. Monica is such an amazing, strong, inspirational, and transformational leader. She's a big <laughs> woman. Congratulations, Monica, from the special one. Good morning to my, uh, happy birthday to my mate, Eric Agidi Skabilo. Grow wiser from Kalito. Uh, hmm. from, from, to it's Kalito. like tongue, from Kalito to Skabilo. <laughs> <laughs> Your names are like you are, you are blasting in the morning. Oh my hey. god. From Kalito to Skabilo. Oh my god. Good morning, Bernard and CBS. Can you help me wish my one and only, my better half, my partner in crime, a very big happy birthday? May she live to fulfill her purpose in life and be blessed and favored, like also, like all the big men and women at City. Amen and amen. She's Mrs. Theresa Adika, aka Mama Thess of Mama Thess Enterprise at Lashibi mm. from her dearest husband, Mr. Adika of CBG Kolebu Branch. Thank you is the message. So, nice. Mrs. Theresa Adika, Mama Thess, your husband is loving yeah, on man. you. Happy birthday to Alberta Anima Frimpong of United Bank of Africa, Abeka La Paz Branch. Wishing you more blessings from above from Gladys Ajiman. Happy birthday to Reverend Nano of Nona Graceland School from Anel, Nathan and Elijah. And finally, happy birthday to Sally Scott Abankroma Butwe of Ecoline Ghana Limited. May the good Lord richly bless you, your new age with good health and happiness from mm. your brother, Cletus in Tema. Mm. Moment of silence.
something wicked. Hey, 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 Make man if it's work fast Say she don't give anybody oh. She don't want your money oh. Then they think you be hard oh. But you carry out the car Tell it, tell it be your own car hey. Me now, basa, basa, don't call me Take you while like a song goalie My queen at home now when I go goalie Man strong and fit, got so goalie In the meantime, eight minutes to the top of the hour. Still on the city breakfast show, eight o'clock. We bring you taking social media trends. But before we get into that, yes. The AGI Energy Service Center is here. It's your one-stop energy center for project assistance and market linkages on renewable energy and energy efficiency projects. Visit agiese.com for more info or call them on 0507-977-902. And remember, this is a message from the AGI in partnership with the German Development Corporation implemented by the GIZ. Now, as a business owner, insurance is incredibly important. And as I see insurance, PLC has a wide array of insurance policy for your business, property, workman's compensation, key persons, motor public liability, business interruption, and so much more. Potentially dangerous situations can be pre- can be prevented with the right insurance cover. Talk to SIS Insurance today on 0800-100-055 or 0302-823-100. And be glad you did SIS Insurance. Our promises are sacred. Now, if you want to do your investments, iVest is the number one choice. It's a secured fixed-term investment from Easeway that offers so much more with a minimum of 5,000 CDs over a minimum period of three months. Open an iVest account today and invest your way to massive wealth. Call Easeway now on 0596-914843 or text iVest to 4993 to get started. Easeway is your trusted financial solutions partner and Easeway is a member of the Ghana Deposit Protection Corporation. 
Now, can't wait to visit family or friends in London. No, you don't have to. That's because the British Airways flies there 10 times a week to two different airports. Flying into London, Heathrow or Gatwick Airport, treat yourself to British Airways Club World and experience exceptional levels of comfort and service. Club World comes with a seat that reclines into a fully flat bed and offers you a premium dining experience. Or you can fly World Traveler Plus and enjoy a quieter, more spacious cabin. Fly British Airways and experience the best of British hospitality on your journey to London. Don't wait. Book now at BA.com. Now, Downwell Insurance Limited has been and remains your preferred insurance provider for all general insurance needs for the past 30 years our claims payment capacity is one that you have to experience for yourself it is the best some of the policies we underwrite are motor insurance policy fire insurance for both domestic and commercial properties accident policies public liability policy and many more call your insurance broker or agent or visit any of our branches to buy or renew your insurance policies and receive fuel coupons and other amazing rewards looking for an added convenience experience the ease of instance insurance signups anytime anywhere with our whatsapp boat just dial 0501 tncs uh, tnc's apply you can call us on 0242-439-488 or 0302-763-065 done well insurance if it must be done it must be done well <coughs> Thank you so much for the amazing work you guys are doing this morning. Um, mine is actually a clarification. So I have a business account with Stambic and I made a transfer to another business account also with Stambic. In fact, I spoke with my RM who told me that since it was from one business account to another business account, e-levy will not apply. So I went ahead and did a transfer. But when I did a transfer, I was deducted over 7,800 and something, 888 Ghana cities as e-levy. Just happened in July last year. I've been going back and forth with Stambeck exchanging emails till now, and they claimed they were going to do a refund. At one point, they are telling me it's not a wrongful deduction again. It's valid and they can't do a refund. I really don't know what's going on. Please, if you guys can help me out. Thank you. Three minutes to eight. So, Sky, the meeting today, <clears throat> even though we haven't been invited, I, I think we have a, a thing or two to say about the meeting. Don't exactly. you think so? so? I think the first point is who's going to be there mm-hmm. and who's going to lead this. Yeah. We've been saying that this whole mess is right at the doorstep of the vice president's office because it's part of government's digitalization agenda. Yeah and uh, financial inclusion mobile number interoperability financial transfers across platforms is really within that space so mm-hmm. we believe that he or somebody from his office should be in that meeting that's right number two the bank of ghana mm-hmm. because both the banks and the emis are licensed by the bog mm-hmm. because electronic money issuers are actually financial institutions so you have mtm mobile money operating company it's a financial institution mm-hmm. same for airtel tigo vodafone cash and all of that so the bog has a very very big role to play and has a lot of questions to answer as well now the bog has oversight over the banks mm-hmm. so on the matter of banks charging fees for sending money from your bank to account to wallet 
the BOG has to be strong and mm -hmm. ask the banks to stop it. Mm -hmm. Sanction the banks and ask them to reverse those transactions. Mm -hmm. Then there's the NIA that has to be in the meeting mm -hmm. because they provided the registration for the numbers that have become the so-called single source of truth. Yeah. So if there's a confusion about the identity of people, the NIA has to speak. Of course, the, the technology should speak for itself, but I'm mm -hmm. sure they should be there to answer their own question. Mm -hmm. I certainly think the GRA should be there yep. because the GRA have created a platform which is supposed to bring all the payments of e-levy together yeah, like now sort of. they break exactly so when the people transfer money from the account to the bank from the bank to another bank all of those things have to either go through or terminate on the gra platform yeah. now the gra is supposed to make sure that the same person being uh, sent money does not get charged so they have questions to answer and they also have to see possibly an audit of the system that they run mm -hmm. to ensure that they are doing the right thing mm -hmm. so the relationship between the gra and the bog is a bit strange because they are not supervising each other mm -hmm. <clears throat> so you can say they are um they're at par in a sense because gra generates the revenue bog prints so gra is on the fiscal bog is on the monetary mm -hmm. so i can say they are at par which is why you need a higher power that's right all right so you need definitely the vice president's office or at the very least the minister of finance mm -hmm. to be there to assure that this is happening at the right in the right in the right way mm -hmm. then you also have the banks mm -hmm. all the banks in ghana must be there yeah and this is not even head of it the md of the bank has to be there that's right or a very important representative from the bank's uh, executive management committee mm -hmm. then the electronic money uh, money issuers mtn vodafone airtel tigo telecell and all those all other people they have to be in that meeting as well. Mm -hmm. So this supposed to be, and I even think GIPS must be there. Yeah, they also have their own role. They play. are the Ghana Interbank Payment and Settlement System. They have to be there mm -hmm. in this meeting. Now, what is the agenda? To ascertain whether it is true. I think that this is easy for them to do. Mm -hmm. If you are charging people or you are imposing charges on people for transferring money from their bank to their wallet, mm -hmm. it is illegal. Mm -hmm. You should stop it. Mm -hmm. If you are charging e-levy on it, it's even worse mm -hmm. because the law does not agree. Mm -hmm. If you are being charged for also sending money from your wallet to your bank, mm -hmm. it's also wrong. Same for if you have charged e-levy for sending, sending same. So I think about three or four issues have to be resolved in the meeting with some specific timelines given mm -hmm. and also for the banks to prove that they are actually refunding people mm -hmm. who have been illegally paid. And then of course they have to address the press because it's the media that put this thing out. This thing has been simmering since the beginning of the year. It's only when we started making noise about it that again the national traction is gotten. So the least they can do is to invite us to say, here's the press briefing to tell you the roadmap. They can't just go have a meeting, hide in some corner and come out and <coughs> just issue a director. No. So we need to know what they decide and we need to track the process. Yeah. We had have to hear this from Samuel George. Mm -hmm. You would have thought that they would issue a statement to say, well, following the public outcry about people being illegally deducted, this is what we are doing. But no. The other thing I need to say is that the government itself is in a very difficult position. You have the National Organization of the Ruling Party yeah. going out to say that the latest tax initiative of the government must be reversed. Now, that tells you there's a bit of a problem. Mm -hmm. The party's views about the fiscal policies and the government's views about fiscal policies are not the same. Mm -hmm. So, Nana B went out to say, the VAT on electricity must be scrapped. Mm -hmm. And then we saw a story yesterday that the government has agreed to do this. Mm -hmm. So it's more like the tail wagging the dog. Now, while we agree with Anna B, we feel like there's, there's some challenge in terms of financial governance. So like this meeting, do you really think that who, who has the ultimate gravitas in government now? Is it a finance minister? Is it a vice president? Is it the president himself? Is it a governor? Because they've all come under fire. NDC has been on the governor's heels for long. Finance minister... As far as some people in parliament are concerned, persona non grata. Mm -hmm. You see, the vice president, too, like 
we don't know where he is. He's going to speak tomorrow. He hasn't come out to say anything about the E-Levy. Mm-hmm. So who's going to rise and say, you know what I mean? Like, I don't see a central force to say, look, let me own this problem. Mm-hmm. Let me come up. Maybe it's the finance minister. I don't know. To say, look, this is the reason why we are taking all these decisions. Because the party, general secretary, is asking <coughs> government for a reshuffle. The national organizer says reverse the 15%. Mm. You get it. So who is it the majority leader? We can, I don't even know what he's saying. Mm-hmm. You get me? Where is the leadership? Who's taking charge? Is it the president himself? Or is it because he's not on, on the ballot anymore? Are the people in the vice president team on the same page as the president? Yeah. What what are we trying to achieve? Are we still stabilizing? Is the World Bank and IMF the guys telling us? I don't simply know what's going on. You get me? So even with this meeting, I'm not that optimistic because people can fuffle around and just say a few things because they feel like the incentive to really push is not there. Mm-hmm. We need somebody to stand up in the government and say, look, this has to stop. Mm-hmm. And I'm not seeing anybody do that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean, somebody has to rise to the occasion and say, look, these kinds of policies are hurting the people. They are destroying people's businesses and lives. Talk to Fabak. Talk to Guta. Talk to TUC. Everybody is suffering. A friend of mine went to buy a car. This is a lady. She went to get a car for a certain amount. The taxes on the car are double the cost of the car. She's asking for somebody to just buy the car off so that there's no demorage. Right? Within a period. So if we had a whole exchange rate fiasco in 2022-2023, when the city stabilized, now you're bringing taxes to kill us. So like businesses can't have a break from this exchange rate crisis to now tax crisis. What on earth is going on? This is a government that claimed they were going from taxation to production. Where is the production? From August 2022, the composite index of economic activity has been registering negative. The composite index of economic activity puts together the total production of the economy. It's an index. It's been negative since August 2022. How is that production? Since August 2022. I, ha- I showed the figures on my King show yesterday. Yeah. There's something fundamentally wrong with the way the economy is being managed. Right? Uh, the, the kinds of taxes we are being charged it doesn't even make sense and the tax audit meanwhile you're giving tax uh, they call it uh, what do you call it tax um Exemption. to the tune of 13 billion so the amount you want to raise in taxes from you and i you're giving the same to companies in tax exemptions what are those companies doing for us how many people have been employed what's the what's, what's the what's the the what do you call it the 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 the, the, the what's the name what's the benefit the rate of return local companies i got a call from a company yesterday they are into one of the local textiles they are bleeding we are not even going to license foreigners to come and produce those things in ghana it's like it's almost like you want to kill businesses you are paying all kinds of taxes you are being hounded every day with tax audits the tax levels are rising if i start mentioning the taxes companies have to pay because i'm in management i know this it is it, it doesn't make sense to do business in Ghana. That's what everybody's doing, buying and selling. You can't produce anything. Ask anybody producing anything in Ghana how they survive. It, 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 Sky, you, you, even, you even get it. All kinds of taxes. All kinds, direct and indirect. Hmm. Plenty. When you buy something from the... When you import something, mm-hmm. there are over 25 tax items on the thing you are importing. Meanwhile, if you said that was an import substitution strategy, why aren't you giving the tax break to those who are manufacturing? Locally. All right? Okay, the, look, the, the VAT rate is ostensibly 15%. You are paying 21% VAT. Do you know what 21% VAT means? How can you compete? Your interest rates are through the roof. Your exchange rate is not even that strong. How are you going to compete? Everybody's doing Binance. Everybody's corrupt. The economy that we are running doesn't make any sense. Somebody has to take responsibility and deal with the matters. Don't squeeze us. It's, we are not the one who caused the problem. We didn't squander the COVID money. Why are you punishing us for your mismanagement? Why are we the ones to bear, bear, bear the brunt of this economic thing what have we done so people are leaving 
all those guys who are going to the US and things, why do you think they are going? Talk to a businessman and how he runs his business. You'll be, you'll be shocked. It's difficult. You can list all the taxes and they keep changing the calibrations. VAT, flat rate, this, energy sector levy, 30% increase, special petroleum tax, 11% increase, bust margin, increase, stabilization recovery levy, primary distribution margin, UPPF something, E-levy, excise duty amendment, growth and stability levy, GRA. Why? Why? Are we, is it our fault? Are we the ones who did it? What, what did we do to cause that? Uh, is it what we did we do? We didn't do that. Chapter. I'm sitting somewhere in my house. Mm. The money I've invested, they've taken some away. Mm. Now you are adding more taxes. COVID levy, still paying. Now financial stabilization levy, still there. Now you want to do VAT on electricity. Then now emissions levy. How do you pay an emissions levy when there's no proven market for electronic vehicles? What's the point? Emissions levy only makes sense when you have to make a choice. If you're in the US, <coughs> probably 25% or 30% of cars are EVs, if not more. So if, if you decide to buy a fossil fuel car, the punishment for that is like an emission or congestion tax. You can choose to use the N1. If you choose to use London, you pay $8 or £8. How on earth are you charging an emissions levy for, an, for a country that doesn't have a proven EV market? How? Do you get it? It's not like I, if I had money to buy a car today, I'll have an EV to buy. I don't have any EV to buy. So why are you charging me emissions levy? For what? So anything we think about, we, we, we apply a tax to it. What kind of system is this? And you get surprised that people are struggling and leaving the country in droves? No. Somebody has to stand up and take responsibility for this economic mess. Somebody has to stand up. You know? So this meeting they are going, they shouldn't cheat us. Our two persons will collect it too. Mm-hmm. These two to. persons and things they are taking, we banks sitting there collecting. Mm-hmm. When you send money to your wallet, you know, take your money. For what? What work do they do to get all the money they get? Then the small money you go and earn as a plumber, you send to your momo, they are collecting e-levy, mm-hmm. their banks are collecting. Why? So we, we should just be suffering for you to be chopping. Mm-hmm. No. They have to come up with some better decision in that meeting. You need to know uh, the full amount, the global amount they've collected till date. Yeah. They need to calibrate or investigate the interest that would have to come on top of that. And they have to pay that relative to how much the interest is on the, in, in the in the market, yeah. because it is not enough to say that you are refunding. Yeah. We must know how much you unlawfully collected, yes. and you yes. how much they collected from you unlawfully. The they period. need to put that together, yeah. and they should give you interest on top of it because they took your money unlawfully. They could have used it for they may have invested it in all kinds of things. Made they gains made, on made money out of it. And by reason of that unlawful use of your money, mm-hmm. it is just fair, just and reasonable that they pay investment. Uh, in we haven't even spoken about the amount of money we borrowed. Yes, we haven't spoken about it. it, it I don't even want to go. Let's do. Let's do technical media trends. Let me just control this. It's eight minutes past eight. Uh, uh, let's start with the uh, announcement first. Well, what if what if I told you the first things that first things first? What if I told you that there are things etched in stone, things that will never change? What if I told you that the number one is all always comes before number two that the letter a always comes before the letter b and that the letter b always comes way before the letter n what if i told you that at fbn bank our goal is to put you our cherished customer first what if i told you that our financial services offer the gold standard of value and excellence that our products and services have been designed just for you what if i told you that you deserve the finer things in life and banking is no exception wouldn't this interest you enough to bank with us when you think of a bank that cares and puts its customer first put the b before the n think fbn bank fbn bank you first 
Looking for the best value data and voice offers? Look no further as Vodafone has unbeatable deals made just for you. To enjoy these amazing Vodafone offers, just dial star 530 hash and get onto any of the Vodafone made for me bundles. For as little as one Ghana City Vodafone made for me has got just what you need. This offer is specially made for you. Simply dial star 530 hash or visit my Vodafone app to subscribe Vodafone further together. So take us media trends. Nathan will take us through the numbers. All right, let's get into the trends. Sam George is trending. The honourable member for Ningo Pram Pram is trending. He's on the public accounts committee. And Charlie, after after <laughs> after his episode with the uh, GRE boss, his latest victim, quote unquote, was the NSA boss, Professor Victim Peter Chumesi. <laughs> And uh, he has called for a, a, a forensic audit into of the, activity the, into the activities of the NSA. The, the hearing, several videos are on, on social. And I urge people to find some of those videos and watch. Really, and the really, roots are very much deep. In they are the deep. And it just the, tells you the, sports the, stadium the problems with Ghana sports. If somebody or the entity mandated right to take care of sporting infrastructure is doing a horrible job, just know that we are really, really going farther down the creek. Really, really sad stuff. Tales of embezzlement, alleged mismanagement, confusion between the NSA boss and the sports minister, Bassa, all kinds of things. So, Samajor is training for that purpose. Yes, training for that purpose. So, some sporting... Okay, well, let's stay with the, the politics and current affairs. 15% VAT is also trending for very obvious reasons. More and more people are talking about that on electricity. Um, in line with that, Baumia is also trending. He speaks tomorrow. So, all the political matters plus his speech tomorrow also putting him... In the trend, Buckingham I, I, Palace. I really hope that his speech will be revised to deal with the current uh -huh. issues. Not is the economy. I will do this. No, 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 no. Old, he has to answer issue. questions exactly. on everything that's happening. Mm -hmm. Buckingham Palace is also trending. Yesterday, yeah. King Charles III. Mm -hmm. The sad news emerged that uh, he was having from cancer, but he was undergoing the treatment had started. So yeah, long live the king. Yes, long live the king. That's also there as well. So some sporting trends very, very quickly. And as Niamh, Ivan, Tony, Kevin De Bruyne, Phil Folding, all trending. Now, the Man City players are training because yesterday they beat Brentford. Phil Foden scored three times. Kevin De Bruyne was key. And Esnyama had a man-of-the-match performance over the weekend for Lyon mm -hmm. in the uh, Classic. They took on Marseille and won. And people are asking, wait, so if he's that good, why didn't he play a lot of games in the AFCON? Black Stars is a mystery. It's a mystery. Have, he doesn't have Lucky on his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> this is somebody having Lucky. He, he played only 28 <laughs> minutes, 28 minutes oh, in yeah, the AFCON. So those are the things that are trending this morning. Okay. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Yes, you must apologize. We're not blind with seeing you. You use the people's mystery for your prey and you use why you be a business. Now I want you to be youths up now in the new millennium. How long this ever continue? And how long we believe you have a loss? I wonder why politicians won't go away. Rasta can't get no peace in this land. I wonder why politicians won't go away. Rasta can't get no peace on the land. 
21 minutes past 8 Yes, this morning let me say happy birthday to my lovely godmother, Mama Joy Tukpe Yitameklu I thank God for adding another year to your life May you live long to impact many, many, many more generations we love you so much. It's coming in from lawyer and Mrs. Gunu, uh, who are celebrating you this morning. Mama Joy, Tamaklu, Tupei. Mm. But, uh, there's another one coming in from the entire family to Mrs. Millicent Abu Beidu. It's Zoe's mom's birthday oh. today. This is coming Mama from Zoe. all the girls <laughs> yeah. and uh, the chief resident engineer himself. Powerful. To you, Mrs. Millicent Abu Beidu, we love you so much. Happy birthday to you and God bless you. Oh, no, no. Charlie, she's a strong woman. I tell you. She's able to produce. The poor man people. Now, every time we eat food and sugars are trapped between our teeth, leading to both decay, gum disease, and in some cases, foul breath. Brushing your teeth every morning and night with Pepsodent charcoal and Pepsodent herbal toothpaste is the way to go. Pepsodent charcoal is made of a fine blend of fluoride with a unique combination of natural charcoal, lemon, mint, and zinc to whiten your teeth, strengthen them, and remove bad odor from your mouth. Now, always remember to brush your teeth in the morning and before you sleep. Pepsodent has been educating Ghanaians on how to brush their teeth for 25 years. Pepsodent is recommended by the Ghana Dental Association. Pepsodent gives you the opportunity to talk to a dentist for free. So call to a free on 0800 to talk to a dentist free. Now, Standard Water has over 25 years of experience in providing quality and refreshing water to quench your thirst. Now, Standard Water is available in 11 regions and they're still expanding to cover the rest of the country. So, if you want quality water, drink Standard Water. Call them on 0202 055703 or 0547 And this ad is FDA approved. <laughs> And so while consumers are reeling under a litany of taxes, we also do know that about 45 companies in November last year were granted tax exemptions to the tune of almost 5.5 billion Ghana CDs. 
Now, these companies asked to be exempted from the payment of taxes and government asked parliament to grant these exemptions to the tune of $449 million for 45 companies. And these are large companies. So, the economy is supposed to be driven by SME. Most SMEs don't get a tax break. But the large companies are able to get tax breaks to the tune of over 5.5 billion CDs. In this a year. T- together in the 2023 November. Wow. Here are some comments coming in on the matters under discussion. Ben Cost of living, yes. e-levy, yes. taxes, everything. financial issues. Everything. Ben, mm. The banks are part of the problem of the e-levy implementation. They are aware of what is happening but are afraid to talk. My company had to stop using from for moving money into the company's mobile wallet because of e-levy charges. You didn't add your name. Now, Babamu from Tamale says, Bernard and team, good morning to you guys. I think GRA needs... Uh, to relook at the Momo transaction, especially Vodafone. I just don't understand why anytime I make transactions, Vodafone to Vodafone, 50 Ghana CDs, they will charge me. Which I, I like, I don't understand. Babamu <laughs> from Tamale is not a happy man this morning. Good morning, Ben and team. Uh, the price of Kenke these days is sad. <laughs> I am in Tema. Mm-hmm. The price of Kenke is five Ghana CDs, mm. and the size has also reduced drastically. Mm. You buy one, you will not be satisfied. Mm. This is coming ma- from Afi. It's a serious matter. Oh, them it's true. Afi is complaining. Good morning, Benadi. When you have a weak regulator, mm. industry players get away with everything. Mm-hmm. Why are banking institutions among the most profitable in the whole of Africa? Hmm. Aside this Momo Bruhaha, mm-hmm. the banks charge all manner of charges after keeping your money and trading with it to make profits. Mm. I agree with you that someone needs to take ownership of all these mess. Mm. I have seen IMF report of our neighbors and they are doing far better than us. Mm. Yet we deceive ourselves that we are the star of Africa. Mm. Mm. Eric sent that through. Mm-hmm. Bernard, the COVID levy has yielded about uh, 4 billion cities. Government still hasn't fully paid for the free water. Please yeah. check. There was a story Francis this morning. You know, this is very funny. There's a story this morning on my journal online where some people who supplied free water say they've still not managed to get their money back. Mm-hmm. COVID levy has generated a lot of money. We still don't know whether the COVID expenses have been fully paid for. Bernard, good morning. Mm. This government is making itself unpopular daily by these tax policies. Just watch as businesses leave Ghana in quantum. Mm, that's in Tijoke. From Kwame 25. And while we are not um, advocating imports per se, the number of taxes on like mm. it, like maybe i'm a farmer mm. i want to import fertilizers from no like a car right. maybe like i need a van that i'll yeah. use in my work in my farm yeah. it, the list of taxes is almost 45 yeah. percent of the cost of the car 45 percent of the f- cost of the car you can calculate this example we have somebody wow. bought a car if around forty thousand us dollars if yeah. you multiply that by say if you that's the official rate they use forty thousand dollars by 11.9 it takes you somewhere close to 
Um, so this is the final thing. Four seventy four thousand. Four seventy four thousand. About four four seventy five thousand. Now the the taxes the person pays is over two hundred and seven two hundred almost two hundred thirty thousand two hundred and twenty seven two hundred twenty seven thousand five hundred and sixty five point five one gallons a little over forty five percent of the value of the car free on board exactly and the details are you know troubling so you have import duty mm -hmm. you have import VAT. Mm -hmm. Then you have processing fee, uh, which in this case is negative. Then you have um, ECOWAS, ECOWAS levy. levy. You have upfront payment by VAT on registered vehicle okay, certification. And that is 61,274. Yes. Uh -huh. Upfront payment. Yes, by VAT on registered. What does that mean? Well, yeah, that one I don't know what uh, what it mm. means. Then you have vehicle certification. Mm -hmm. Then you have vehicle examination. Are these percentages or amounts? They are they are all uh, you know amounts you have to pay. By the apply percentage. Exactly. Exactly. So you have network charge. Mm. You have network charge VAT. Oh my god. <laughs> then you have network charge COVID nineteen <laughs> health. Oh you have Ghana Shippers Authority SNF fee. Mm -hmm. Then you have import NHIL. Mm. Network charge NHIL. See, mm. they have very funny ways of actually characterizing these things. You have one percent withholding tax on import. Mm -hmm. Then you have GHS disinfection fee. <laughs> you have Ministry of Trade and Industry E. IDF fee, mm -hmm. you have special import levy at 2%, you have Ghana Export Import Bank Exim levy, mm -hmm. you have Ghana Education Trust, which is the Get Fund Import levy, mm -hmm. then you have Network Charge Get Fund levy, mm -hmm. then you have Africa Union hey, Import levy. No, Sky, wait, there's Get Fund levy. Yes. And then there is network charge get fund levy. Yeah, it runs almost across. You so you see that when you have import NHIL, mm -hmm. then you have network charge NHIL. Yes, okay. and you have network charge and network charge VAT. Exactly. Then you also have COVID nineteen health recovery levy. Now, if you put everything together, it comes to two hundred twenty seven thousand nine hundred sixty five. Uh, 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 what do you call it? 0.51 Ghana CDs. All right. So Let that is on a vehicle bought at around 40,000 US dollars. Amazing. Which works to about, you know, 427. Let's speak to the Food and Beverages Association of Ghana, Fabak John Awun is the chief executive. I recall sometime in April, yep. I spoke to him where he said that government should not impose the three new taxes which were part of the supplementary budget supplementary budget you remember at the time the income tax amendment the excise duty amendment and the growth and sustainability amendment john only spoke quite passionately against that now he's also saying from the fabac perspective that the government should withdraw the emission levy because it will worsen an already acidic business environment those are very strong words mr Wooney, thanks for joining us good morning Good morning, Bennett, my brother. I, I, I hope everything is fine. I'm well. Almost every time I speak to you, you are opposing a tax. In April, we spoke about the <laughs> the three new taxes, the growth and the growth sustainability tax, the income tax amendment, the SIDT amendment. You opposed the growth and sustainability tax. Now you're saying the emissions levy is terrible and that it will worsen an acidic business environment. What do you, why do you describe the business environment as acidic? Bernard, I am describing the business environment aesthetic and many business people will uh, business players and industrial players will agree to that because bernard as the year closes 2023 closed a lot of businesses run at losses 
And I am not just saying on theory, just based on theory or PST. We are in it. But hardly, the Christmas did not look like there was Christmas. Sales was at its lowest ebb. And indeed, as we speak, we are having issues in paying our suppliers. Manufacturing sector is totally down. And people are really under serious financial pressure. Uh, this year, beginning this year, I've had a lot of interactions with many industrial players. And Bernard, many of them are talking about relocating to Togo. In fact, just a two, uh, last week, I think last week, Wednesday or Thursday, I, I spoke to one person who is in the construction and uh, sector and also does boreholes and, and all that. Somebody who started a colleague who started this business in this country and all that is even thinking about going to Sierra Leone to relocate to Sierra Leone and just leave a satellite office in Ghana. And or either than that, you go to Togo and Togo because of the French and, and all that. So look, this is serious. And if government really have their ears on the ground, if the economic managers of this country have their ears on the ground, they will know that clearly the business environment is acidic. The taxes are just way too much. And then, having said that, we let's look at it even. Since the beginning of, since from 2017 to date, how much of your income has increased, Bernard? How has this economy grown to the extent that we have, we will say that the incomes of people have grown, the per capita income of this country has increased? So that if once the per capita income of the people has increased, that means that we have some income and we can be able to to uh, to, to to pass some in, by way of taxes or um, by way of purchasing and pay direct and indirect taxes and by way of buying goods and services. The incomes of people have rather really dwindled, reduced. Inflation rate has gone over 50 percent, and now we are talking about reducing it. Interest rates have gone very high. Electricity increases every quarter. VAT has gone up by 15, has gone from 12.5 to 15 percent. COVID levy introduced still stands. We are still talking about water bills going up. Rent has gone up. School fees have gone up. Medicals have gone up. And I can go on and on. They introduced exercise tax. They introduced growth and sustainability tax. They, they, they are coming with carbon emissions tax. How it's not even the business sector that is acidic. Homes and families are also even acidic mm. in terms of. All right. the, 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 now, the, now, John. Uh, in terms of the, the emissions levy itself, we're told it's because of pollution and the government wanting to raise some money there to deal with our carbon side of things. Why is that such a bad tax? Number two, are fabric manufacturers or importers, and would that be would that make a difference in the current economic situation? Is it easier to import and sell, or you still feel people need to persist and produce here? Let me make, thank you very much. Number, number one, you said uh, 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 the government wants the objectives to... Uh, uh, Basically, to help with our emissions reduction. We are emissions and all that. Okay, normally we say that, but there's a common thing that the carbon uh, coming uh, events cast their shadow. Since 2017, this government has been fighting to ensure that the environment is friendly, and river bodies are not polluted through galaxy activities. Have we achieved that? If we have not achieved that, why do we think that now that they are left with one year, it is the carbon emissions tax that can help them achieve environmental friendly practices? 
Number two, there are three major clean sources of energy in this country. Nuclear energy, and not in this country, in the world. Nuclear energy, solar energy, and then uh, hydro. In our case, we only have bio and hydro, uh, bio dump and then Akosumbo dump producing hydropower. About 80% or so of our power sources is from thermal energy. And these thermal plants that have even signed contracts, some of them span over two decades, all emit carbons in through their operations. Now, if you come out with such a tax that you want to ensure that the environment is friendly, people buy uh, 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 environmental-friendly cars, industrial players produce, uh, uh, buy boilers, and their plants are environmental. So what, okay, assuming they all do that, what about the power source? What will you do with the thermal plant? That they will... To, uh, they, will, uh, they will be supplying the power. Electricity people produce carbon to other supply power. So if, for instance, Coca-Cola does not produce carbon and by buying new equipment or uh, craft breweries or whatever, what basically it means that they are relocating just the, uh, the, the, the carbon emissions to ECG that will produce, to the assembly plant that will produce, to the... All those thermal plants in the country they have brought in that will produce. So clearly, that it is just not an achievable thing. And let me also make it let me make it clear that food and beverage association are not importers. Accra Breweries is a member of food and beverage association. Coca Cola is a member of food and beverage association. I can mention all the man the manufacturing countries, the people you call AGI members are also members of Food and Beverage Association. Remember the name is Food and Beverages. We are not importers association. My members and those who contribute to their operations are basically industrial players. And I'm speaking for industrial players. I'm speaking for the breweries. I'm speaking for the pharmaceuticals. I'm speaking for major manufacturers in this country who are clearly worried about the level of taxation in this country and cannot look into the faces of the government and tell them. And they are channeling their grievances and their concerns through an association mm-hmm. that they have themselves have put together and they are funding to speak on their behalf. So when I speak, I am not speaking for importers. Importers, when you import, let me say, rice or sugar, you don't produce carbon. So what is my interest in carbon? I'm speaking for major industrial players. I'm speaking for the private sector the engine of growth, the people that will create employment for this country, the people that will help the GDP and the per capita mm. income of this country to grow. I am speaking for these players. So let, let, let's look at the effect of the taxes on the operations of your business members. So is it a question of reduced output? Is it that they are, they are sucking people because they have to produce less? Or are they producing the same and passing on the cost to consumers? Okay. What's the okay. economic calculation you're making and who's paying for this high and number, this number prohibitive one, business environment? Number one, the first person that pays for this prohibitive environment is the customer. It is Bene, it is you. When you go and buy fruit early or calipo for your children, you will pay for it. When I go and buy malt or, uh, or beer or whatever, I will pay for it. When you go and buy water, Belacqua water, you will pay for it. So it is the customer, the man on the street, the one the politician call the grassroots person, the one the, 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 the we call the common man. It is that person that is paying for it. Number two, 
it's also the youth that is paying that is paying for it because clearly you cannot employ. I have one particular business, and the business is capable of what well, that particular business is capable of employing hundred people. Currently, I have only twelve people that are unemployed because nobody, the patronage is very low. So instead of hundred or two hundred people, I have only twelve people, and many others. So you are looking at a bullet that you are shooting yourself in the foot. The mass level of unemployment, then at when you drive on the streets, go on the roads, and it is hard wrecking to see that people on the roads now multiply. I mean the people who are on the road selling. They are now increasing by the numbers. And this is very frightening. That some of them, you have situations where some of them even come and knock at your car and say, I have not sold anything for the whole day. A young man, I haven't sold anything for the whole day. Can you give me money just to buy food to eat? And this person is holding chewing gum. This person is holding handkerchiefs. This person is holding... Who are the people to create their jobs? Not government. The but, government is supposed to create enough. the environment. But by the way, in the same discussion, around October, the minority in parliament pointed out that over 45 Ghanaian companies were benefited from tax exemptions to the tune of 5 billion cities. Some of the companies are in your sector. I mean, I don't have all the lists, but I see a company called Bika Foods Limited. I, start, I, I suppose they are members of your company. I also see Ever Pure Holdings, which I suspect is in the uh, FMCG space. I see Golden Africa Consumer Products. I see Golden Africa Soap Industries. I see Happy Sunshine Company. I see um, Less Farm Industries. Some of these companies are into food production and they are getting handsome tax exemptions. So maybe we should we should find out which of your members... I mean, I, I do know that some of them in the list are in manufacturing of like ceramics. I see steel companies. I see soap companies as well. So it's a whole raft of companies. That there are about 118 companies. All right. So the, the question is, aren't some of your prime members benefiting from tax exemption for which at least you should be grateful? Bernard, for me, I am looking at the economic benefit. My question is, even the whole issue we're talking about tax exemption, why are those people enjoying those tax exemptions? Number two, I don't really know what qualifies them for those tax exemptions. We, what, what uh, how much... What kind of employment are they creating? You see, it's not just any other person ordinarily who gets tax exemption. It takes a whole lot of connections and a whole lot of issues to get tax exemption in this country. So for for me, I really will not speak into, into to, to that particular one because it is an issue that I really don't agree. What level of employment are those people really creating to qualify for that? You see, some of them, they go into certain zones let me not go into that. But they go to certain say like well, free zones, you qualify to a certain level of transition and they go through certain processes and all that. And I don't think once the we have to really do the social economic impact of uh, this tax exemption spend. But what I am looking at is that majority of businesses are crying and then as you are a, a, you are a, a, you are an academic, you are a researcher, you are all over, you do MC for most of these businesses, you yourself you do. You after you go and do those MC jobs and what you speak to these big people. What are they telling you? Are they saying anything different from what I'm saying live? Is it that I am just opposed to things? No. This is our country. We have nowhere else to go. This is where our children will grow. And we are looking at and saying that the children that we are sending to school and sending them to universities, 
who are going, the people going to create, who, who create the jobs for them? These businesses are crying and are really suffering. To the extent that even when those people who come in, you, uh, you ask for a front desk job, and university uh, graduates, people with masters, are ready to do waitresses jobs. They are ready to do front desk jobs. Where are we going to as a country? Why will people, old ladies and grown up people, be on the street holding handkerchiefs and holding water to sell? And the country is not worried about that. Your private sector is suffering, and the government knows about that. You and I, when we met at the Africa Prosperity Dialogue at Moving Peak, what do, do they, do the businesses, the MTNs, the, all those players, people that they put into the panel members, did they say anything different from what I'm seeing live on TV, on, on TV and then on radio now? They all said that the business environment is aesthetic. So if the business environment is aesthetic and the finance minister was right sitting down there, why do they introduce a new layer of tax in the form of carbon emissions in the name of the fact that you want to create environmental friendship? Why you know that that is not achievable? Look, we have the bonded warehouse system in this country. Where where we have custom officers daily standing in front of those warehouses, yet we've had situations where goods have gotten lost from those warehouses. How much more carbon that you you are going to go and measure? Mm. So it is not something that you can achieve, and these are facts. These are reality. So we should not deceive ourselves. If it's a business you are creating for somebody just to go and a company to go and be measuring and collecting money and then mm. go to another form of creating yeah. business, so let, yeah. let it be. Yeah, yeah, John. Fi- finally, do you have? evidence of or numbers to back the claim that companies are folding up they are reducing production do you or do you have like data that can eloquently tell us maybe within the past two years the effect of these tax policies on business because it's one thing to anecdotally come and say well we've had to cut down output we've had to reduce production had to lay people off but if you could give me so x percent of our companies have had to reduce their production by y percent that would be more substantive. That can then help us make a proper case. But yeah. apart from that, it will be very difficult to convince anybody that the situation is so bad because Sally drive around the crap. People are still moving. People are building houses. People are buying cars. You know, things are moving. I'm seeing 2024 registration numbers. So it looks like maybe Ghanaians have some secret money that you and I don't know. You know, maybe you and I are the only one who does that. Because, I mean, I drive around. People are building. I see plenty, 24 parties cars, going. Christmas parties, so, you know, people are chilling. So, if you say the system is hard, maybe you need to give me some numbers, so, because it looks like only you and I are suffering. <laughs> then, as you are very right, I have a, I am also a researcher myself, and I think that sometimes we need scientific data to back this. I have requested these things from companies. I have requested, I have gone to these players, these manufacturers, Give me scientific data. Don't just tell me that your business is suffering, sales has reduced. But Bernard, the truth about it is that they say when they give out and you mention their name, okay, Coca-Cola has reduced like this, have done. I've spoken to this them. But when they give you like this, they give you data and you mention a particular company's name, they will come after them. The next thing is that GRA will go after them, harass them that they are trying to make government unpopular. That is the truth. But this data we have them. They cannot just open up. They have shown me. They have given me data. I can meet, I can share, but I cannot mention a name. When I mention a name, that means I'll kill that company. They will go after them. They'll say, hey, John, Mr. Uni, you are asking for this. Because they just don't tell me I'm not an idiot. They just don't tell me now. Also, just go out and start making noise. I said, try, let me see something. Show me data. How much sales has reduced? 
how much of your your, your manufacturing activity has reduced, how much labor has reduced since beginning of this year, how many people have you dropped from work to show that you are really suffering all that. They give you the data, they show you, see, see, see. But don't mention me, oh, I don't want to hear my name there, oh, they warn you. So I'm telling you the truth, not that they just say, and then while well, I just know I have a question in mind, I want to also see evidence. I don't want to go out and embarrass myself. But they tell you that when your name is mentioned, the next thing that they say, don't even use as a, as example. So some of the companies I'm using as example here, they may call me and warn me. They, they, may, they, may, they may not be happy, but even though right. I am not just saying that they told me that, I am just, their name just come on top of my head. Don't worry. Say, I'll ask my listeners to tell me how business is going. I'm sure they will be happy to say it. I'll ask them whether what you are saying is true. Okay. Thank you, John Awuni. He's the Executive uh, Secretary of the Food and Beverages Association of Ghana. Fabag is the um, chairman of Fabag. Says companies are struggling. They've had to cut down production. They've laid people off. They've also passed on the costs mm-hmm. to the consumer yes. who are paying 100%. So it's a 100% cost pass through. And they are calling on government to cut taxes in many aspects, particularly the emissions levy, which he says is really, really disturbing. Those were his comments on the show. So my question to listeners this morning, how come with all the taxes and claims that we are suffering, I, mean, I see, it looks like when you look around, people seem to be okay. That's the question. But before you, the people answer that question, let's remind uh-huh. people of the state of Joseph Obing is the president of Guta. Quick comments from him. Good morning, sir. Thanks for joining the City Breakfast Show. Hello, Doc. Good morning. Good morning, sir. There were two big taxes that came up, 15 to 20% VAT on electricity and then the emissions levy. We have been told that the government will withdraw the tax of the VAT on electricity, even though it hasn't been fully communicated. But the emissions levy seems to still remain. What is Gusta's position on those two issues? Yeah. Um, ours is that um, cost of doing business in this country is extremely high already. And um, to add up to this cost um, is not acceptable. Especially when the consuming public is also coming under the effect of the high rate of inflation and all that. See, when the, um, in this country, the consuming public, what worries the most is um, electricity bills and um, road uh, transport bills. And so this um, taxes is deeply going to affect their pockets. And for that matter, it's going to also um, aggravate the applied especially when their purchasing power have been drained out by the effects of the inflation. And so um, when the the consumers are unable to patronize our waste, our turnover is curtailed, and it doesn't help businesses. 
And that's the reason why we are telling government um, uh, not to go ahead with these taxes so that businesses can have the respite. Because much as the consumers uh, do not have the capacity to pay, businesses also do save, especially those of us in the informal sector. It's going to be difficult for us to operate. And so um, we, we, we've gone under so many problems in the past uh, two years, the effects of the Asian rate that made um, uh, goods and services go up when we entered the, the first quarter of 2023 because of the IMF conditionality, new taxes that were put on it, and the re- removal of the benchmark value and all that have made things extremely difficult for us. Now, we are on the threshold of having some stability. Inflation is coming down, and it is in the government's own interest to sustain these gains so that... Um, the consuming public will have respite. Business community will have uh, the respite. Be able to um, recover their losses for the past couple of years. And yet, we are going to um, uh, pass on these two uh, levies. Fortunately, the the first one has been taken off the table, but the emission um, levy is still on, and we believe the government still have to remove that, especially when we pay. Um, taxes on uh, petroleum petroleum uh, products. We pay uh, uh, on fuel. So it's related. Unless maybe we have a specialized uh, program uh, to this effect that probably we want to use it as an alternative. Uh, we want to use the, uh, the the revenue out of this to uh, to find the revenue, uh, alternative uses of uh, energy and all that. But we, we are not told of any usage for this emission and the modalities of, of use. And so uh, I think government should come mm. again and take yeah. it off. But, but admittedly, the exchange rate seems to have stabilized from last year. Um, are consumers going to see any benefits yet or is too soon? Because I know a year and a half ago, the exchange rate was just incredibly unstable. But it looks like it stabilized around the 12 figure for the past few months. How... How beneficial is that? And when should consumers expect to see the effect of that in their final pricing? Uh, Bernard, um, when we say that inflation has dropped, it means that the rate at which it was going is dropping. Uh, going high is dropping. So, for instance, if prices were, uh, inflation was at 54%, then prices have risen to the rate of 54%. Now, when it reduces to 23%, as it is now, it means that prices are still going up, but at the rate of 23%. So uh, that does not mean that we will, um, 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 buy, uh, the old prices are going to be reduced drastically uh, according to the inflation drop. And so, no, uh, no, sorry, I was asking about exchange. Maybe I was, I was not going to exchange rates. Yeah. With regards to the exchange rate, I'm telling you, Prices have uh, dropped. Even uh, if you compare it from the the uh, those times that you, it reached the peak of uh, 15.4, I'm into electrical business. 1.5 cable was being sold then at 320. Now the price have dropped to uh, 200. And, and so um, the stability of the uh, the currency have helped reduce uh, reduction of prices, and you can attest to it. 
You just imagine how prices went up in last quarter of 2022, even to to the first quarter of 2023. Prices have actually mm. come down. All right. exactly. Fair enough. But when you come to the ports, a few people have sent me their um, sort of uh, bill of entry, which they pay when they import cars. And the taxes are still quite many. Um, have you been engaging government on this? I, I counted about 17, if not more, taxes on an imported car, for example. Have you been engaging government on trying to reduce some of these taxes, import duty, import VAT, processing fee, ECOWAS levy, network charge, VAT, and all these things? <laughs> what, what, I mean, have you had any successful <laughs> deliberations with government on these? Bernard, I hope you know that this is what we do by the day, because this is what affected the most, and it's very stressful. And frustrating. Uh, can you imagine that um, when you bring goods, and for instance, um, um, your capital and your um, your invoice value is hundred thousand. Let me use it for simple calculation. And then um, your your product attracts a duty of twenty percent. You know how it works. You are going to be charged the twenty percent, and then add it up to your uh, principal. That's the hundred thousand. So it becomes one twenty thousand, and then after that they charge you the VAT of about twenty two percent. How much have been added on? About forty two percent or forty three percent, and then the uh, cost items at the port, normally about nineteen. The AU levy, the ECOWAS levy, the uh, shippers or uh, authority levy, all these things uh, uh, line up, and then it also forms fifteen percent. Relatively, 15 to 16 percent. So when you add it up, it means that um, the 100,000, uh, it will accumulate to about 55 percent or 56 percent. means that you have to go and find 56,000 U.S. dollars to go and pay um, uh, your duty, VAT, and other levies. And this is not unheard of in any part of the world. It's extremely very high. Apart from the fact that you also have to uh, pay value added when the goods come, you have to pay uh, about 20%. First, we used to pay uh, 83% flat rate. Now it has um, uh, migrated to uh, the standard rate of accumulating uh, to about 22%. So it means that in all aspects, uh, cost is being added up. Don't also forget about the, the cost of uh, capital. Cost of capital movements uh, around 30%. And uh, even in the sub region, um, uh, 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 I mean, it's on par uh, the, the cost of capital, uh, the, the, the rate of interest that we pay on our loans. And so, how do you become competitive? That's the reason why the goods that we import into Ghana, uh, our, our customers cannot buy from us, they rather go to Togo and Nigeria buy the same imported goods from Togo. If you, you have heard most of our ladies going to Togo, 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 they, they go there, they get the goods that we have already imported, they get it at cheaper price and buy. The cross-border trading activities that was going on along the sub-region, uh, we, we've been edged out. Yari, first, the Bukinas used to come, they are holding bottom. Them, they were a full stack of money. They come and buy goods. Kodiwa was coming to buy engines, Kahan clothing, and all that. Nigeria even used to come here to buy confectionaries and children's clothes and all that. Now, um, none of them are coming. So in the cross-border trading activity, we have been held out because the cost of doing business here is extremely high. 
Let me give you another example. Even Unilever is here. They have some also in um, uh, Nigeria. But most of their products now is being procured from Nigeria Unilever. How is this so? There, there's a company in Tema uh, Avenash. Uh, they used to produce oil and all that. Now, the other time we visited their factory, they said they cannot sell their product because it's extremely high when they produce it here and that their counterpart in um, Togo sell their um, oil more than they do and they've shut the, the factories. So uh, what are we doing to ourselves? And the government itself recognizes the fact that we do not have to um, pass ourselves out of production, isn't it? That's what they say. And that's why when they came, they said that we should remove the nuisance taxes and all that so that we can forge ahead and increase productivity. And then the opposite is the case now. All right, thank you. We'll keep talking. Thanks for your work. That was Guta President, uh, Mr. Jo- Dr. Joseph Obing. It's 9 o'clock. We'll take some comments. Whilst we're on air, guys, another person sent me a text. So first, we spoke about VAT yes. on uh, electricity, which the government seems to be contemplating removing. Yeah. Emissions Lavi, which they haven't said anything about. Now, Bernard, good morning. There is VAT on non-life insurance services that have been passed as well mm-hmm. or that has been passed as well it will lead to increased cost of doing business shortfalls in indemnity because claims paid will have to be subject to vat as well at least this is my understanding insurance is demand elastic individuals and companies will react insurance is based on large numbers if the numbers go down we have to increase prices transport services will have to go up as a result of vat on premiums the cycle continues with high inflation and all other issues so this person who is in the insurance industry is telling me non-life insurance so services. All insurance apart from life. Yeah. So vehicle, motor, all those things. So there are two oh. types of insurance: life insurance, yeah. which is like an investment for your life yeah. if you die and that kind of thing, and then and every other insurance. insurance. So insuring your house, insuring your car, insuring your Everything. office, fire insurance, uh, homeowners, all all, all those things. things. He's like saying that. that there's a VAT on life, on insurance, and this will be passed on to consumers. <laughs> All right, so the question is, how are you coping as a Ghanaian business owner? How are you coping as a consumer? Mr. Awuni said, the full cost is being passed on to the consumer, so you are, you are paying more. Is this true? Number two, if you're a business, how are you surviving in this economy? 0549986996, Nathan and Caleb, if you can read some comments. Bernard, please us. keep me anonymous. It's very true. Companies are suffering. I worked at an American company here in Ghana, and they've laid off contractors and some vendors because of the economy, especially the city, uh, the depreciation of the city. Bernard, what Mr. Winnie is saying is true. Unilever's production has reduced. Mm. Sales have gone down. Management have had to make the hard decision to close down some factories. Mm. The business can barely pay its shareholders. Mm. You can check the published figures. Cost cutting is the master word in and even the cost cutting is not cutting. The <laughs> business is in the process of closing down. Some more lines which will affect... Um, uh, okay, so the business is in the process of closing down some more lines mm-hmm. which will affect employment. Unfortunately, yeah, you can't add your name. That's fine. Wow. All right. That's... Interesting. Aloski, mm-hmm. 
I think you have asked the question on your show before hey. where you said people spend a double of how much they earn. It's true. It was established that corruption, mm-hmm. overpricing, mm-hmm. calabulism Mm-mm. was what is funding the lifestyle. Messy. Most men in Ghana have side chicks. Kaish. If the country is hard and you find it difficult to feed your household, mm-hmm. where from the extra money to be funding extra marital fantasies, there is something <laughs> unaccounted for. Charlie, yes, dropped a big bomb and gone home. The GSS says only two out of ten men are cheating on their wives, so you know he, can't, he has to provide evidence. Uh, well, there's only actually economy. People. I don't know. It's there. He's, he's saying, Good morning, CBS team. Mm. Bernard, ask, you asked where Ghanaians are getting money from to buy cars and build houses. Mm. I also ask why should bribery and corruption stop? So he seems to agree with the previous scholar. Mm. from Oyibi says so. Yeah, Charles from Tema is saying most of the people who are financially okay mm. are in one or three categories politicians and their families and friends, mm. criminals, and lastly, people who support. People with support from members abroad. Family members abroad. Yeah. All right. Mm. Good morning, Bernard. Morning. It seems to be a crime to make disposable income in this country. Mm. Looking at our tax history, not a single tax in Ghana has been able to serve its purpose. Mm. Yet we keep introducing new taxes just to burden the citizens. Mm. We need to make a law to force government to use the taxes for the purpose and another law to create an upper limit beyond which government cannot <laughs> tax us. Ayo. Hopefully. Mm. Good morning. Morning, CBS. Good morning. Are we to pay the carbon emissions fee and the money to be used to sponsor COP COP30 COP30 this year with over a thousand delegates? They went to COP29. <laughs> they went to COP28. Uh, mm. Good morning, team. After all these charges, we come to the increment in rent. Yeah, bleh. <laughs> this yeah, is from bleh. Eben. Eben say, yeah, nah, yeah, bleh. Okay. Nurses are suffering. And nursing trainees are suffering. Patients are suffering. Students are suffering. Traders are suffering. Pensioners are suffering. Drivers are suffering. Contractors are suffering. Civil servants are suffering. And farmers are suffering. Fishermen are suffering. And industries are suffering. Artisans are suffering. Are suffering. The disabled are suffering. And men are suffering. Women are suffering. And children are suffering. Are suffering. So I need to make a quick correction. Uh, you read a text that suggested that Unilever was bleeding. When you when you go online and check their unaudited consolidated statement of profit or loss, I actually think the text that is wrong. Okay, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying that things are good, but we have to just stick to the facts. Okay, so if you take their income, their gross profit increased from 155 uh, million to 336. Now you take out the distribution expense and all of those things. Operating profit also increased from 32 million to 2 
23 million. Mm. Now, if you even come down to total comprehensive income, all right, from 16, I think it's billion, to 178. All right, so the point is that their basic earnings per share has also increased from 0.24 to 2.86. So I just wanted to point out to, to the person, this is in millions, the, the person who sent this text message that claimed that Inliva was bleeding. I don't have all the facts, but when I take their financial statement, 2023 was a better year for them than 2022. All right, and don't forget, 2022 was a terrible year for a lot of companies because yeah. of the exchange rate losses. So their basic... Uh, top lines all did better. Revenue increased from 631 million to 908. Gross profit margin increased. Operating profit increased. Profit before tax increased substantially. All right. Profit for the year also increased substantially. So I just wanted to point out that sometimes when we make these statements, we need to be sure that yeah. the facts are correct. At least I have seen the the, the statement from the company and it's not what this text has said be that as it may here's a text Bernard, my small business mm. i've reduced the number of working days because i feed them lunch and this is becoming expensive if there's no filling of bottles to be done and all we have to do is sales there's no need for them to come and just mm. eat mm. our profits have dwindled to naught so we are all struggling <laughs> All right, let me just work you through the list of... So if you want to import a car, you should know that you're going to pay 20. at least... Uh, okay, let's do this quickly. 227 yeah. out of 474 mm-hmm. as a percentage. From back of the envelope, this is a little above 42%. Mm. But I can calculate this right now. Mm. Because you're paying okay. 227 in duties uh-huh. for a product that cost you 474 so 227 over, over 424 yes times 227 100. over 474 yeah 47 percent so yeah so which means that so if you, you about look at half, the cost effectively half of the cost of the car so one half of it is tax yes yeah. so, and this guy was importing a car so and here are the taxes just go through them again Import, yeah. duty. Import duty. Import duty. Import VAT. Processing fee. Number three. Echo levy. Number four. Upfront payment by VAT unregistered. Number five. Vehicle certification. Number six. Vehicle examination fee. Number seven. Network charge. Number eight. Network VAT. Network charge COVID-19 health. Number ten. Ghana Shippers Authority SNF fee. Eleven. Import NHIL. Twelve. Network charge NHIL. Thirteen. One percent withholding tax on import. Fourteen. GHS disinfection fee. Fifteen. MOTI EIDF fee. Sixteen. Special import levy fee. Two percent. Seventeen. Ghana Export Import Bank Exim levy. Eighteen. Ghana Education Trust Get Fund Import. Nineteen. Network charge get fund levy 20 africa union import levy 21 covid 19 health recovery levy 22, 22 yeah. items yeah. on the cif yeah. so when you add fob <coughs> so free on board is when the thing they just put on the ship and then you add cost insurance and freight and then you have all these taxes 22 taxes and levies and duties and all kinds of things we'll take a break there's more when we come back city breakfast show we're live 10 minutes past nine more comments coming through later on we speak to a delegation of people from the tourism sector from kenya here in ghana to collaborate 
Yes. Kenya. Your sky used to do some business, but I stopped the business. <laughs> But we can't say it on air. At those times when you need some connections, close and away, stack everybody. Okay. You can't have business. More also uh, before. What happened to the business? <clears throat> well, times have been difficult. <laughs> <laughs> no, cancel. You have closed the business. Well, I mean, because times are difficult. The match promised liberation. You couldn't stay afloat. The business was suffering. Wahala <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> You know, it's, it's 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 horrible. The exchange rate will so destroy your business. Yes, yes. I mean, it didn't make sense to. I, you know, I told you that I I paid my mortgage. Mm. I finished paying, <laughs> and it's the best thing I've done in a long time. And I I, and I will not advise anybody mm-hmm. to take a dollar denominated <laughs> mortgage ever. It's insane. Don't do it. When I started paying for my mortgage, mm-hmm. the currency exchange rate was two point four to the dollar. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, two point something. When I finished, in fact, at the peak of the payment, it was thirteen CDs to, to the, the dollar. dollar. Wow! In fact, it was almost fourteen before it came down to twelve. Yes. So after I cleared it, no, I did now the you, sign you, of the cross. Now and I you're said, breathing. Never again. If you say that, no, 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 no. Never again. The thing about business which we haven't discussed is that forex losses. So let's assume you can buy a car from a car company, and the car is. Twenty thousand dollars, and then you pay thirty percent of the car or forty percent of the car. So if you maybe at the time you are paying the dollar was eight, so you find eight times uh, twenty thousand dollars, you pay forty percent of that. So maybe you are paying I don't know, yeah, whatever percent you pay. Mm. Then they say oh we give you two years to spread the rest and pay in CDs. Then say oh okay you pay, no problem you start paying, bro. The twelve thousand dollars left. When you start paying, is eight. Yeah. <laughs> when the thing goes to nine, you still pay the yeah. CD equivalent. Your salary has not changed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then it's twelve. Then it goes to ten. So the CD equivalent of what you are paying is going up yep. because the currency is falling. That's true. All right. So for me, and the fact that everything in Ghana is dollar denominated is the, the point. Now, if you want to buy land, it's dollars. If you want to buy a house, it's dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to buy a car, it's dollars. Even some fees are in dollars. School fees School are in fees US dollars. dollars. <coughs> you know, and the BOG keeps talking. Oh, we don't want to. We are not dollar dominated. Even government agents are, government are agencies advertising are things in dollars. So, it's like, why don't we even just go and use the US dollar? You get it? There's something fundamental wrong with our economy. And with all the talk, they don't be able to fix it. Not I mean, the vice president spoke about the foreign what's, what's the name it says the, the, it uh, says your, the exchange the, rate, the exchange will, expose rate will expose your fundamentals, fundamentals are weak. now he's saying that when the fundamentals are those when the currency falls it doesn't mean that the, like what are you saying, he's what, saying what as an economist all get, other of his you know i don't get it factors might be considered so ah, but so when he was saying that that didn't well he's saying that the, the reverse is not true yes. and then the whole point about <laughs> ca- catching the currency you know so he had arrested you know when it comes to the economy when it comes to the reality of livelihoods, if you politicize it, yes. you are you are you are, you will fall on your own sword, which is what has happened to him. Because Bernard, only three years ago, yeah, you could import a Toyota Vitz mm-hmm. for thirty-five thousand cities. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. that's that was the going Went price. Went to Okai recently, and they were complaining. Mm-hmm. It's now going for seventy and seventy-five. So you see, you see a lot of Toyota Vitz in town. 
people are using that for for the, the right healing app so if you have a disposable income yeah. somewhere you could buy yeah. that and then let someone yeah. do that for you Look, my guy was in, was was saving to buy a, a, yes. a, a vet it's a yeah. it, it's it's gone out of value this 70k guy now go yeah. to like 25000 <laughs> when he goes 25000 <laughs> the vet is now like 60000 yes even the small matches yeah. box on the streets yeah. has also yeah. shot up. And you see, if you don't address the fundamentals of supporting local production, mm. you are giving tax exemptions to the tune of five billion, billion to to forty five companies. You are passing laws that make it easier for people to come and set up competing businesses. Mm -hmm. All right, most manufacturing companies are struggling. Oh yeah, I know. I know some of the the foreign brands. Some have folded up and left. Yeah. Now you can. For example, if you go to a place like the Akramo, for example, several mm. shops have closed. have closed. Because the floor space doesn't even make sense. Floor space like you want to sell sense. in a mall oh, and they'll right. tell you something per square feet in dollars. It's you know. absolute. And there are lots of companies. I, I guess it's a robbery going on. You know, lots of companies. Rental space. Have, Ghana's have, economy. Have, you know, in the study, I'll tell you something. When, when I was studying economics in Lagos, right, there was a course they called Economy of Ghana. Mm -hmm. And we sort of, it was like a mix of economic history mm. and things. I really think that economy of Ghana should be made a mainstream and redone. Because you see, we like a lot of these neoliberal th theories, macroeconomic policy things. We just speak big English. We don't really understand how the economy of Ghana works. All right? We don't know how you have all these large export companies. Sky, a lot of the export companies in Ghana that we record that we have an, a trade <laughs> surplus. <laughs> They don't even terminate or keep the dollars here. So I'll give an example. Very Maybe practical. I have a large plantation yeah. in Insawam and I employ 200 people and I export some product. To the UK and Look, Europe generally. the BOG may not even see those monies. Right? Because maybe the company is an European company. And we are not against foreign companies. But I'm saying there are so many things we, we just report we don't reflect on the economy. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I will export to Asda <coughs> and allegedly make $500,000. But it will sit in France. Mm -hmm. So the reserves of the BOG doesn't even get that. Okay, then for companies like the large telcos who work here, they repatch I'm owned by foreigners, yes. so they can decide that we are not going to reinvest profits this year, we're going to pay dividend. So you have 600 million <coughs> CD profit, and then they'll say, Well, our shareholders in Norway they want to cash in, you convert that, they look for dollars and they take the money out, and your currency falls. So, you know, we are in a campaign season, people are talking policy, let's care, let's be careful because. The, what it takes to make our economy strong is difficult. Okay? And I don't really buy this argument that the vice president is saying he's going to talk about digital economy kind of thing because digital economy is good, but the fundamentals have to be addressed. Mm -hmm. The fundamentals, local production and value addition, agribusiness, stabilize the economy. Yeah. You are importing $300 million worth of rice. You are importing tons and tons of sugar. All right? You are not able to even feed yourself. Your farms are really not competitive. Low. You are importing chicken from Netherlands. You are importing from Brazil. You are importing rice from Vietnam. You can't even have a proper agro program to feed your citizens. So your scarce foreign exchange, you are using to import. So that's all pressure on you. Your exporters are not terminating their reserves here. So you are exporting a lot of things. A lot of the export companies are not even Ghanaian companies. A lot of these big, big companies that you are giving tax breaks are not even Ghanaian companies. So you say you have a trade def a trade trade surplus. You've exported six billion and you've imported five point eight billion. So you have a two hundred thousand dollar trade surplus. But that's just on paper. The BOG reserves don't have it. Do you get it? These are the things that we need to deal with properly together.
But politics, oh, we can't run, run, run. Then we change our mouth. We say we are doing, we are doing this tiny thing. Go back and fix the fundamentals. You cannot tell me you are good. No, fix the currency. When you took over, the dollar was about three point eight. It's now twelve. <laughs> our incomes have not increased times four. So you cannot tell me that you fixed nope. it. Inflation rate went above fifty. It's now in the twenties. Twenties is still very bad. Your bank, you call it the your re, your reference rate. Twenty nine percent is too high. Even in, in Western countries, they are doing negative interest rates. Sure. If you borrow in Ghana, you even take a. I mean, do you know? Do you know what thirty percent reference rate means? Yeah. That the best person going to a bank has to pay about thirty percent per annum for taking a loan. Which kind of business will you do to survive? No wonder the only business now is is, is is government procurement. We haven't fixed it. Politicians will not think through. All they want to do talk talk, win elections, kind of faff around, look for new ways of milking the system, and we follow them foolishly, supporting them because they are from our hometown. I'm, I'm done with that. Come and sit in front of me and tell me what you will do. Now we say we are even, look, charging emissions levy. You don't even have a proper... Even the vehicle companies that are manufacturing here, they are not manufacturing EVs. Oh. They are manufacturing the same fossil fuel, fuel cars, cars. Which Canadians can't even pay for. Because they are even pricing in dollars anyway. So what are you really doing? You can't compete anywhere. Even your cocoa companies, they are now importing cocoa beans from Nigeria and Cote d'Ivoire. I've been it for 20 years. Really? Fine, you are looking for cocoa to blend, but look at your output. Your lowest in 13 years. This is this is the problem. And we'll look, do politics, do politics, do politics. We are struggling. We are, we are suffering. We will not sit down and build consensus and agree that these are the things we should do. Every time we want to take political advantage, speak big English. The problems keep getting worse. Now you have a population bout, plenty of kids, Free SHS. Can you sustain it? No. Look at your state of infrastructure. We travel <laughs> to the Volta region. When you get from Dowenya to, uh, to, to, to Rose, Pram Pram, every two kilometers is a roundabout abandoned. Why? Debt exchange. COVID went. Three yeah. years ago or so, COVID came, 2020. Russia, we are still paying COVID levy. Yeah, Where is the COVID money? It, if the World Bank didn't insist that they shouldn't do COVID audit, wouldn't have done it. Even the auditor general did that levy at the peril of his job. Where is the COVID... Uh, who is being prosecuted for COVID expenses? Zero. You get me? So, and we are here paying all kinds of... They, they, they tell us, oh, Ghana pays the lowest tax by GDP. Have you added indirect taxes? Do you know how much tax you pay for everything you do? Incomes are so low. You know? So, let's get serious and solve the problem. And so we just jump around politics, following parties, shouting their anthems. I'm not doing that. For what? You work for 30 years, you don't even have a proper savings. You don't even have proper pension. <laughs> People of your age in other countries, by 30, look, look how, look, your hair has even gone. <laughs> you work, 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 work. What do you have to show for it? <laughs> then they say, go and join politics. Papa would Ah! <laughs> it's terrible. Most mid-30 people in Ghana can't afford to even marry. They don't, have, they don't have enough money to marry. Bro. You work for 12 years, you can't marry in a country called Ghana. Why? Stay with your parents huh? and then they'll tell you when you come back home, say, oh, my, oh, my, cool. <laughs> ah, oh, my, oh, my, you know? Then when you're eating your cake in your room, come out of your room. Then they say, yeah, are you looking for a woman? You say, where will I marry a woman from? They are stressing the young man. So you go out and say, shall you even come back home again? Because you don't get money. Bro. You go apply. Ah. If you ask have a friend, you say, well, send me to police, send me to GIPC, send me the Charlie, Charlie. They are everything, nepotism. 
So they go. Charlie, it's, ter- it's difficult to be a, a good citizen in Ghana. It's crazy. It's terrible. The government is not doing well. They have failed us. They should admit it. And stop telling us English. They are not doing well. We are struggling. Things are bad. They should admit it and stop all these big English and speeches and you are the best in sliced bread. Forget it. You've not done well. We are, we are Do a survey. Read the text messages. Go on the street and give your mic to people. We are not doing well. Things are tough. The only luck we have is that we have peace. And we are protecting it. That's all we have. Almost all the countries around us have become banana republics. People doing coups and misbehaving. We won't do that. But you are not doing the work properly. You know, why should a government minister be driving V8 when people can't even pay school fees? People can't have proper food to eat. The whole system is messed up. Look at parliament. They go there, sing, bring praise songs. You know, they are not even they are not even checking the executive every time they go. Hey, wait, wait. we are shouting on even this. A whole country E-Levy regime has been compromised. You have to take a radio station to shout for three days for a meeting to happen. Are you telling me that somebody is not auditing? How can you be collecting E-Levy from people sending money to themselves when the law expenses and shouldn't do it? And we need to shout on it for four days before you go and do a meeting on it. Who's who's checking it? BOG, what are you doing? You get me? Let's let's get serious. And because you are shielded, so like you don't want to listen to the radio again, as if that will change the reality. You can choose not to listen. But the truth is there. We have to state it. If you don't listen, you'll meet it in the streets. If you say you won't listen to what we say, you meet people staying in your... When they go to the funerals and the churches, they'll tell you the same thing. It's not me who's saying it. You know, that the whole system. We are ripped now. Even small money you send to yourself. The bank collects. Everybody collects. Elevi. Epasa. Why? You know, it's terrible. Then go and read the Ghana Demographic Health Survey. Health outcomes, double disease burden. In 2024, young guys are getting even all kinds of lifestyle, plenty of things. Healthcare service, if you don't have money, cash and carry. Ah! Quality of education, bobo. Kids can't even spell properly. Class size, big. Then come and sit here and say, oh, we are doing it. We are, Nanado is doing What? What is he doing? What is he doing? What, what are you saying? We feel it. What are you talking about? You do what? Because in the name of politics, who speak the truth? Because the person from my hometown, you don't get me, or from your, your wherever. Let's be honest for once. The reason we are not doing well is because we are not honest as a citizen. Countries that do well, they value the truth. And truth is not just saying yes or no. Truth is looking for facts. You look for inquiry. That's why we go to school. The set, education is the search for truth. The truth about malaria. The truth about unemployment. The truth about currency depreciation. The truth about our own prejudice. Research is to find truth. So you push money into research, medicine, um, hypertension, research into cancer. That's truth. So societies that value truth like Japan, they'll do better than you because you don't value truth. You get me? If you don't, you can pray. But that's not truth. If you don't value, societies that advance, they value truth. They spend money to ascertain the truth about their situation and they solve it. But you don't want to accept the truth. You don't want to accept the truth. You want to tell yourself you are the best. And you believe it. The fact that you believe a lie is just delusion. Now, you can be delusional. Now, delusion means you are lying to yourself. You can lie to somebody who does dishonest. But delusion is worse than dishonesty. Because delusion means you know you are wrong, but you believe you've convinced yourself you are right. We are delusional. Ghana, black star of Africa for where? First country of Sub-Saharan. So what? Go and look at all the facts. Some guy did a video on Cote d'Ivoire. Go and look at the Cote d'Ivoire video. Look at the stadiums they are playing in. Look at the stadium of football. Look at the parks. Is the parks in Cote d'Ivoire you are seeing. Is there anyone in Ghana like this? Even across the stadium, they stop that they are going to do music concerts in a stadium. You go and you see nails on the floor and things. Our football is going bad. Then you get up and say, what are you talking about? We can't even compete in football. There's no grassroots, asteroid steps everywhere. We've lost it. 
there's no there's no commitment to excellence anywhere people don't even read any properly stories are poorly written everywhere we are just living shouting every day convincing ourselves that we have the first sub-saharan african country for successful elections you see there look at senegal don't rest on your own let's get serious let's go back to truth speak the truth why are we failing that's the thing let's go let's ascertain the truth if you don't value truth you can't advance societies that value truth they will do well for their citizens we are living a lie if you live a lie nature will resist you because the lie you see truth is reality so the more you search for truth the closer you get to reality that's why some people have put research into things to solve their problems we don't want to do that we've turned all our scientists to the background all our professors they are book long too much we go on how can you advance how can you advance you are doing the discussion on the policy when you are in power it means everything you want to say is true people have done research and they have told you the thing is wrong you don't oh, care no, no, no. because you have power and you appoint some of your apps uh, upstarts on social media to attack people who speak follow them with robots bots and things you get some money and you think you are doing something to yourself when your child falls sick and you don't have ambulance that's when you know that you've lived the lie that's what so let's go for truth that's the issue if you don't have truth you cannot succeed and the truth starts with us being honest to the facts the facts show that the economy is not doing well and the government has mismanaged it let's accept it let's accept it and stop all these big english Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Twenty-nine minutes past the hour of eight nine, and as I said earlier, there's a nice delegation that's coming to Ghana. Uh, it's it's uh, really a West Africa roadshow that they're on, on between the fifth and 9th of February, Ghana and Nigeria. I have the High Commissioner of Kenya to Ghana, His Excellency Eliphas Barine, in studio. He's going to introduce who is here with and why they are here as part of of course it's the after season and this is the the era of collaborating and doing business across the continent with each other so mr barina good morning welcome to the show thank you very much indeed How this has been long coming yeah, long and overdue. we are very delighted that you had the time to host us this morning how long have you been in ghana as a high commissioner oh i have been here so long it's four years now four years. you know you yeah see, how are you enjoying your stay here my brother, I'm at home. He's at home. I'm at home. Absolutely. I met you in the Volta region <laughs> when we did the Volta fair, and and I I feel I see your excitement, your commitment to getting Kenyan business, Ghanaian business to partner. How has it been? How has that journey been for you? Trying to do economic diplomacy. <laughs> uh, you know what? When you're working with good people, yeah. good things happen. Mm. And uh, I'm excited that I came to uh, Ghana. Mm. Foremost, uh, we have a very long history. Yeah. But since we are focusing on economic diplomacy and yeah. how we can push this agenda forward, mm. it is uh, to say that when you speak to Ghanaians, they are very enthusiastic. Mm. 
and majority of those that are met know Kenya well. Mm. Uh, know the region absolutely well. The Kenyans that uh, uh, want to come to Ghana have many, many, many friends. Mm. But also, it is, uh, I think, coming at a period that is critical to the continent, yeah. whereby the leadership of the continent has mm. uh, come up with a framework, mm -hmm. a framework that is promoting intra-Africa trade. Mm -hmm. And the, the clarion call is for all of us to own that process, mm. because the fundamentals in there are those that are meant to, to liberate the mm. continent from poverty and be able to grow wealth and create jobs for the continent. Mm. And therefore, my message to every African wherever we are, mm. Kenyans, Ghanaians, and anyone else, is we must have faith in this process. We must own it, mm. and we must reach out to each other mm. and trade within the continent so that we can create jobs. Mm -hmm. We have enough uh, citizens and people and youth that are churning out of institutions mm. We need to create an opportunity for them to work. They are really willing mm. and they have the capacity to do Th that. There's a feeling when I started studying economics yes. in the past that in Africa, yes. a lot of the uh, countries export raw materials. And they predominantly export to Europe, America, and then more militarily to China. And essentially, we don't produce enough to trade among ourselves. But it appears that it's been broken with the whole after conversation. Just talk to me a bit about that. Are we seeing movement within the continent where we're exchanging goods and services more in 2011 mm. uh ministers of trade sat in addis ababa mm. and they came up with a framework they were calling beneficiation of the african commodities mm -hmm. what that intended to achieve is that there would be no export of goods and uh, our, our products from mm -hmm. uh, in their raw form from the continent to any other place mm -hmm. That is what gave birth to the discourse around the ACFTA because the whole idea of the ACFTA is to add value. We recognize and realize that in as far as we continue to export our products in their primary form, mm. we will be continuing to advance poverty and to really mm. create jobs elsewhere other than our, our, mm. ourselves. Mm -hmm. You're very right that uh, a lot of our products that we're dealing with are exported in raw form. Mm -hmm. It is time that we begin to add value because money is in the value chain. Mm -hmm. And the value chain just no, it starts from production to processing, packaging, uh, marketing, and so on and so forth. So that the goods that are reaching out there, mm. they are actually going to the shelves, mm. not goods going to for production. And uh, it has to be a deliberate uh, intention and effort mm. by each one of us. Mm. It is not just about governments it is also the private sector, sector. to plug in and mm. begin to realize that it mm. is it will do us a lot better if all of us owned mm. this process which is why you've brought these nice people yes. which you've introduced just a final point before we talk to them yes in west africa we, we we sort of look at you guys in the east with a lot of envy because it seems to me as if your common market seems to be working pretty well at least before the recent challenges the economies are you speak the same language generally. Yeah. We see a lot of trade, Kenya, Uganda, not so much Tanzania, but we sort of see movement a lot. The highways are working. Our situation is a bit different. There's a large Nigeria, there's a Ghana, and then everybody else is Francophone. You guys all mostly speak English, possibly except one or two. Is it a fact that what Comesa represents may become the model for what AFTA should be in terms of trading, infrastructure, movement, and all of those things? Uh, thank you very much. I think... Um, <clears throat> Even within the ACFTA uh, discourse, mm. there is a very strong feeling that uh, the rest of the regions need to pick from uh, the Comesa model. Mm -hmm. And uh, going back to our micro, which is the East African community, you are right, we speak English, we speak Kiswahili, 
Of course, DR Congo has come on board. Mm -hmm. They also speak very good Kiswahili. Mm -hmm. And you see the numbers that, mm -hmm. you see the numbers uh, in terms of uh, figures of trade. Mm -hmm. There's quite a lot of work that is going on. Mm -hmm. What has occasioned this? I think it is the leadership foremost, but also the strengthening and building of institutions. Mm. Africa will need to build institutions to move to the next mm. level. Mm. Either way we look at it, I think number one is institutions and institutions that function and work. Mm -hmm. Institutions that bring in people with skills and knowledge mm. and commitment to deliver on the mandate. Mm -hmm. And number three, it is uh, the, 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 the ICT that you bring on board. Mm. I'll give an example. Uh, 2004-2005, uh, because I was part of that process, mm. uh, moving a truck from the port of Mombasa to Kigali, mm. uh, you require 28 stamps wow. on one piece of paper. So you need to you need a microscope to be able to tell which stamp is there and which is not there. Wow. Today mm. you have one stamp. Are you serious? From Mombasa to Kigali. To Kigali. One. From Mombasa to Kampala. One stamp. One stamp. Because we have invested in that sector, mm. the the customs wow. and authorities and everyone else that are uh, um, from uh, either Rwanda or Burundi or Uganda are seated at the port of Mombasa. Mm. They have been given offices. Mm. So they sit there, they verify, there is a very robust tracking system mm. that will track the container, the, the truck, mm. from the port to the destination. If mm. that truck deviates, it is, oh. it, is, it is noted. And we have been working on it. Mm -hmm. During the last uh, uh, Africa Prosperity Dialogue mm -hmm. at Peduase last mm. year, mm. not the, this one just completed, mm. Uh, there's an institution that is uh, has its headquarters in Nairobi. We call with then it was, um, yeah, I'll give you the name in mm -hmm. a short while. Mm -hmm. uh, but, uh, you forget. I've forgotten it, yeah. but I'll give it in a short while. Mm -hmm. uh, that institution mm -hmm. was able to bring to what we're calling the one-stop shop, whereby you have officers from across sector, mm -hmm. uh, uh, um, uh, health sector, standards, uh, customs and everyone under one roof mm. and they're sitting together so that when you bring your document they are all assessed from the same room wow. and everything is clear once they are done you are not moving when you get to the border mm. is one point border you do not need to move from this to the other side as you're seated on one and all everything wow. is clear together Wonderful. trademark africa i'm sorry the name. yes i trademark remember africa, you got then it. it was trademark east africa okay but then it has been uh, approached by the acfta because they have done tremendous work okay even under the nomenclature of trademark east africa mm -hmm. within the entire eastern africa and southern region mm. uh to bring uh to 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 break the the, the barriers and to mm. make movement efficient mm. obviously the question is uh, can it gain traction if it rose out as trademark east africa and I thought it was and it needed to broaden its wings. Okay. And therefore, at Peduase, it rebranded itself mm. to trademark Africa. Wonderful. And it is one that is being approached to see mm. how best it can bring its experience and knowledge okay. to, 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 to promote or to ease movement from Lagos to Abidjan Corridor. Work is in progress. We're praying and hoping that okay. once they are on board, and they will bring 
great experience and uh, the things that we are facing across wonderful the now you came with some visitors and just give me before you even talk of who they are why are they what is the occasion what is the what what has occasioned because i see uh, somebody from kenya airways plc <laughs> somebody from uh, destination connectors yes and then somebody from is it kenya tourism federation yes right so what is the under which ambit are they coming what are they doing here uh first of all mm. is uh we have a lot of uh agreements mm. and MOUs between governments mm -hmm. uh in particular we signed an MOU between Kenya and Ghana in 2014 on matters tourism mm -hmm. so much has happened but so much need to happen mm. and therefore the team that is here is from the tourism sector okay uh, led by the Kenya Tourism Board. Mm. Unfortunately, the Chief Officer of the Chief Executive Officer of Kenya Tourism Board is engaged in another event mm -hmm. somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And uh, the team that is here is able. One of them is uh, uh, from the Tourism Federation. The okay. Tourism Federation is the umbrella body okay. of all tourism players, and that's why I keep on saying institution number one. Mm. Because these are the ones that will coordinate mm. everybody to. Uh, focus on the same agenda. Mm. So I friend so, to Susan so, so, Ongaro. Susan Ongaro, who is on my, my, my right. Uh, but the whole idea is mm. we've been talking about two things. How do we make, uh, improve on our tourism in terms of customer service, in mm. terms of uh, service delivery, in terms right, of right. diversity, mm. in terms of uh, training, and so on and so forth. And part of their, and of course, is to promote intra-Africa tourism. I see. A lot of us travel everywhere else mm. other than within the continent. Mm. And therefore, we are all here. We are happy. That so, Susan is the CEO of the Kenya Tourism Federation. Federation Susan, you're welcome. Su Susan, you're welcome to the show. Thank you very Good much. Good morning. So, uh, let me talk to you briefly before I talk to uh, Ruth as well. So, this Tourism Federation, how many members, what are you looking for in Ghana? Just talk to me. Thank you very much and mm. for having us here. Mm. So Kenya Tourism Federation uh, is the umbrella body mm. for the Kenya uh, private sector players in the tourism, travel and hospitality industry. Mm. So the membership is large because it's eight and it's across the country. Mm -hmm. uh, we have the two operators that we call them cattle. Mm -hmm. We have hotel keepers mm -hmm. uh, and caterers. We have a sustainability arm called Ecotourism Kenya. Mm -hmm. We have the body at the Coast Kenya Coast Tourism Association. Mm. We have the guides who are the contact point mostly with the tourists who go on safari. Uh, that, that is Kenya private sector safari guides. Mm. We have the travel agents wow. where Kenya always comes in and that's Kenya Association of tra Travel Agents. Mm -hmm. We have the pubs, entertainment, wow. restaurants, Association of Kenya. Mm. And that's where the fun part of the industry mm. comes in. Mm. And then we have the airlines, Kenya Association wow. of Air Operators. That's big. So those are eight members. Mm -hmm. However, we don't only work alone, but we work very closely with the government mm -hmm. uh, parastatals mm. and uh, state departments so that we can achieve a vibrant mm. tourism uh, travel and hospitality mm. industry. So what are you looking for in Ghana? What kind of partnerships are you hoping to strike here? By coming with uh, 
around 15 hoteliers and uh, tour operators, travel agents, mm -hmm. we are looking to mine, mm. <laughs> let me call it that, mm. tourists, um, African tourists from mm. Ghana okay. into Kenya mm. and see how we can have partnerships to mm -hmm. also mm. reciprocate tourists yeah. from Kenya mm. into Ghana. Mm. So that is what brings us here because it's been long-standing mm. and uh, we, we we are one. So, so after it's not just trading in goods, it's also services and you're hoping to get more Ghanaian patrons to your beautiful places exactly let, let me talk to uh, mr consaga yes kaisa 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 who's yeah. the md for destination connect tours talk to me about your organization and what you do okay thank you for for having me here mm. um like you've mentioned the company's destination connect mm. tours we're actually a tours and travel company okay uh, based in nairobi Mm. Um, our role really is to um, help in the promotion of, of Kenya as a destination mm -hmm. and uh, address the subject of how, you know, after people have known about the destination and its mm. attractions, mm. Uh, how then can they visit? So ours is to uh, put together or curate itineraries and uh, cost them and then give the potential uh, travelers to Kenya a price and say, mm -hmm. look, you're coming to Kenya. You're going to spend your seven nights uh, on a given itinerary in the country, mm -hmm. and it's going to cost you so much. Mm -hmm. So, you know, from the time that um, uh, the intention is given, that somebody wants to travel, to the time they travel, that whole experience, mm. uh, we're the ones that put that together mm. and uh, then, you know, host and ensure that uh, we deliver what the customer is what uh, are looking the, for. the the current attractions that kenya has well they're very they're very very diverse mm. i always say that it depends on uh, because people uh respond differently to mm. the various attractions so it depends on the market we are talking to mm. so in the ghana situation uh from experience the ghanaians like to come to kenya mm. um more to experience the the urban attractions within within the country that would be the attractions that are found uh, in nairobi uh, so they would want to come and experience um, let me start with nightlife mm. good restaurants mm. um, you know fun mm. uh, they want to stay in the good hotels the, the tourism infrastructure is quite well developed so the, the, the hotels are of very high quality very high standard so they like to come and experience that, uh, take pictures, and and also um, what I might call hassle-free, um, you know, tourism, where they don't want to travel too much or too far away mm -hmm. uh, from the city to experience the attractions. Now, Nairobi does have very many of those. You might be aware that Nairobi is the only city in the world mm -hmm. that uh, boasts of a natural wildlife conservancy area or what you call a national park mm -hmm. that is just within seven minutes probably of, you know, from your hotel. Mm -hmm. So they would want to go there and see the wildlife in their natural habitat. Mm -hmm. Um, we've got other attractions for those who are interested in history and in uh, and, and culture. Mm -hmm. um, we've got the museums. Uh, you've heard about the Turkana Boy, mm -hmm. which is uh, basically, I think, the oldest remains of, uh, of, of, of a human being found in, wow. in, in, in Africa. Mm. That is 1.6 million years uh, old. Mm -hmm. And, and in his, he lies wow. in the, that skeleton lies at the Nairobi National Museum. So there are lots of things to do in Nairobi itself, yes, which the plenty. Ghanaians tend to like. But yes, I'm sure yes. now that you've come here, you are also going to sell what Kenya is known for globally, which is the, the natural things, visiting your Lamu town, going to Lake Nakuru, going to the 
Mount yes, Kenya, the wildlife, and, and yeah, the, the, are those things also on the agenda, or you don't see Ghanaians can afford? No, 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 they can afford. They can afford. They are on our agenda. We have, we've actually come with the entire package. All right. Yeah, it's just that uh, you know we look at um, what do they mostly buy. Yeah, but again, yes, they, we've come with our wildlife. Our uh, wildlife is arguably our most, um, you know, famous, famous Masai Mara and all those places. Precisely, precisely. You know, you know most patronized. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got our beaches as well. Mm-hmm. You know, excellent beaches with lots of water sports available. Yeah. Um, and that again, Ghanaians like to 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 go to. Mm. Yeah. So it's the entire the entire product that you know we are we are promoting. So there are here. packages for companies, packages for individuals, partnerships that you are discussing. Yes, yes, packages for you know mm. various interest groups, honeymooners, mm-hmm. uh, families, mm. Um, mm. those who are interested in history and culture. Mm. Yeah, those who are just wildlife enthusiasts, you okay. know, bad birders that just yeah. want to go and do birding, yeah, um, adventure, uh, you know, sports. So mm. we, we've we've got all that together all right. All right. and on offer to the Ghanaian market. Let's come to Kenya Airways. You, we know you guys, so you, you, Kenya Airways is not strange. I have people who travel even as far as London using Kenya Airways. Oh, great! Because they feel like the rates are good, and so look, people go Accra, Nairobi, and do Europe. So, and I've used Kenya Airways a few times. So, awesome. R- Ruth, is it Maweo? How's it pronounced? <laughs> Ruth Maweo. Maweo. Kenya Airways PLC. Welcome. Welcome to Ghana. Thank you. So, all the things we're saying, we will need you, right? We can't go to Kenya without you and you're the main. So, just talk to me about what you're, you're seeking to do here because you're already here. Yes. We well, already know in, you. Yes. Yeah. We've been in Ghana for many, many years. Yeah. Um, and Ghana is one of our most, most... Um, yeah. Um, preferred hub mm-hmm. actually in yeah. West Africa. Okay. Um, of course, KQ is a national career yeah. in Kenya. Yeah. And having the partners, Kenya Tourism Federation mm-hmm. and Destination Connect in this show, mm. we create that link mm. between ourselves and provide the catalyst mm. and facilitation between um, ourselves and uh, taking the passengers into Kenya for them to see what uh, we have to offer. Mm. Uh, but uh, going back to the point that I was saying is that um, Ghana is a very, very good hub for us. Mm. And why I say that is because we touch three points from Ghana. Mm-hmm. So it's like a mini hub for us in the West Africa. We fly into Sierra Leone from Ghana, uh, Accra, we fly into Monrovia from Accra, and we fly into Dakar from Accra. Okay. 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 So as much as we are serving um, the market in uh, Accra, we are also bringing in passengers. So we are a West Africa. Other, we are a West Africa e- hub. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. Uh, it is our West Africa hub, actually, um, and that's how we look at it. And um, we are, as I said, we are the facilitator or the link mm. between the three points that I've mentioned and Ghana into Kenya and we've uh, been partnering with our um, our tour operators on the other side mm-hmm. um, and we've seen the traffic grow mm. okay mm. they've talked of the nightlife they've talked of the uh, ocean the beaches the spots mm-hmm. I can tell you in the last six months we've been transporting a lot of Ghanaians and I must say Ghanaians that are even young who want to explore Kenya, the nightlife, mm. the conservancy that he has talked about. Mm. They take a stopover in Nairobi, mm. go in to the game park, see mm. uh, animals, mm. and come back. And then we take them over from Kenya to other points. So uh, Kenya is the link between uh, Ghana, 
the markets. Uh, Kenya is a link between Ghana mm. and uh, Kenya markets and other markets. Mm. So this is more, more tourism. What about the business side? Are we seeing business travel from West to East Africa increasing? Are people using KQ as like the 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 transit to say South Africa or say to China as well? Or I know you are here to promote tourism, but I'm sure there's a thing to be said about business travel as well on the continent. Yes, our biggest clientele out of this market is corporate travel. Mm. Okay. And just to give you a brief of our network, we fly into 37 points in Africa. So we are really, really entrenched in the African market. Mm -hmm. In fact, we're going to add a 38th destination, wow. a Mogadishu, uh, Somali. Wow. All right. And then into Europe, we, uh, Europe and US, we mm -hmm. have four points. Mm -hmm. That's New York, um, Amsterdam, London, and uh, CDG, wow. and then into into Asia we have Mumbai, we have um, uh, Far East and Asia. We have Mumbai, we have Dubai, we have Bangkok, and we have China. Wow. Okay, so you can imagine tapping into all these thirty six now going to be thirty seven destination intra Africa, and taking uh, people from one point to one uh, the other point, mm. as our mission statement says. Uh, this year is to propel Africans, Africans' prosperity by connecting its people, markets, and cultures. So like that, that statement really mm. talks deep into our network, mm. what we're trying to do. So we're facilitating trade intra-Africa, wow. out of Africa, because also uh, we need to be also cognizant of the investments that come also from externally into Africa. So mm. that's the link that Kenya Airways plays wow. into Africa and into Ghana and Kenya Wonderful. as some of the points we fly into. Thank you, uh, uh, Ruth, as well. So, um, uh, uh, Ambassador, just finally, before you go, what are the specific things you've been doing? Is it like meetings, conferences? Is it like, what are you doing? What are, what have you been doing with them? Right? What what what, what has one engagement you've been having since you came? Uh, since my arrival in Ghana? Since, since, oh, these, since our two since guys came, uh, yeah. our good people came. Yeah. Actually, uh, I'll say the following. They have done my work. Okay. Effectively, I mean, uh, I'm here to engage to with everybody, mm -hmm. uh, starting, of course, at the official level, at mm -hmm. government level, mm -hmm. but also to the private sector and to individuals. Yeah. So this has been a phenomenal uh, moment. Mm -hmm. Since arrival, we've had a very good engagement with the industry. Mm -hmm. uh, we, were, we have had uh, government uh, players in the room. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that, it is, uh, that we have uh, covered is actually the actualization of the written text on the MOU into action. All right. Because governments do the negotiations, will put in place uh, mechanisms, the private sector is left to implement. Mm -hmm. So the, the what we have doing together is to implement the intentions of that MOU. So I'm a very excited person. Mm. And moving forward is uh, we're looking forward to you, Bernard, mm. and Tim to draw up a program as early as you can. Okay. Uh, if you have problem doing that, please uh, tap into my experience. Okay. <laughs> I will okay. be happy to join you in this mm -hmm. so that you can make a tour of Kenya. Wonderful. And do the documentary. Oh, and, my uh, goodness. So that as we're speaking Kalekud, are you listening? <laughs> who is, uh, is it, yeah, if they're listening, please. So, uh, so you want us to come to Kenya? 
Yes. Do a tour beyond borders. We have a TV show that we're coming. Yes. And uh, we'll do a documentary on destinies we'll in Kenya. A documentary, so, and uh, it covers a number of regions. Wow. We want uh, people to watch documentary that is uh, 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 done by our own people. Yeah. I know when we watch other channels, we say we see animals. I keep telling people, no, no, no don't turn channels. Go to Kenya and see real animals with real <laughs> eyes. We don't want Wonderful. You know? No, so, definitely, so Rene, definitely. The team has been exciting and uh, yeah. they have given me the reach that wow. I'll never have Look. because yesterday was phenomenal. We spent the whole day mm. in the room and I could see the level the of engagement. Energy is there. Energy is and you're there. air this morning. And they stayed on out. We wow. stayed on until nightlife. Wow. Ten All of that. We were together. I hope you guys are enjoying Ghana, by the way. Oh, yes, very yeah. much so. Wonderful. Yeah. I don't want them to get lost here. <laughs> <laughs> Please, you're welcome to Wonderful. stay. You will see, you see us in Kenya. Thank you so much. I, I take that offer up. We're, we're really determined to, to come to Kenya. I've been to Kenya a few times. Oh, lovely. But I've never been out of Nairobi. So maybe oh, for the first time, I'll I'm give you the go. address of these uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Beginning with KQ, yes. Bernard yeah. is in town. When you want to travel, please let me know. Thank you. And we'll put together this team. Wonderful. Uh, make sure that uh, yeah. what they have told you mm. is what they demonstrate. Yeah. 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 Seriously, we've been speaking to Excellency Eliphas Barina, a great fan of the station, High Commissioner to Kenya. He's been on our TV show, cooking food and all kinds of things. <laughs> really great guy. <laughs> I was with him on the Volta Tourism Promotion. He's committed to the Africa issue. Yes, now I'm not saying because he's here. Very, very committed. He was there throughout 2021. He's been there this year as well. He came through with three persons. Consaga Kasa, who's the MD Kisa. for Kesa, who's the MD for Destination Connectors. Uh, Ruth Maweu, who's the Kenya Airways PLC representative. And Susan Ongalo, Kenya Tourism Federation. Kenya is open for business. Ghana is open for business. Let's make it happen. Let's do it together. Let's make Caribou it happen. Let's do Kenya. it Akwaba. Caribou Magical Kenya. Akwaba. Sana. Thank you. Asante Sana. Thank you very much. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. It's a good note to end on. Ghana, Kenya, friendship. Great stuff coming in there. If you're looking for a one-stop solution for all your needs, look no further than the Breeze app. It has the most affordable right in town. You can also pay your ECG smart meter prepaid bills on the app. The app allows you instant access to car insurance, gasoline refill in minutes. You can even shop for items from any shop or market near or far. Say goodbye to streets and say hello to convenience with the Breeze app. 
Now, experienced specialists from Apollo Hospitals Group India and Accra Medical Center are organizing a free cancer consultation in Accra as part of World Cancer Day celebrations in Ghana. It's on Friday, the 8th of February, Accra Medical Center, 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. Screening areas include breast cancer, cervical cancer, prostate cancer, and robotic surgeries. An opportunity will be given to second opinion seekers. Call 0244-317-422 or 0243-382-636. Or simply come to the Accra Medical Center and ask about this event. And when I'm buying something, I make sure I get the very best. That's why we insist on diamond cement. For the past 24 years, we've been putting smiles on faces with our highly affordable 32.5 grade cement and our high quality 42.5 hour cement, the best cement quality on the Ghanaian market. We have factories in Aflao, Takradi, and Buipe. You can reach us on 0244313368. Diamond cement, still as hard as a diamond. I can't wait to go to Kenya. I can't wait to go to Kenya. I've been, to Kenya. I've been to Kenya like. First, I went to Kenya in 2011. Oh, wow. And it's funny. I remember that I watched, the, you know, the marriage of Prince William and his wife. Yes. This was in April. So I watched it in Kenya because they wow. were doing the... I went for a youth event and I've been there about twice or thrice Oh, since. that's nice. I, I, I look forward to my first visit oh, to Oh, you East love Africa. Kenya. Kenya is yeah. beautiful and it's, the weather is good. Nice. Nairobi is full of trees. Oh, the city is But they clean. drive on the... The left. Yes. So yeah, they're same like the as UK, Namibia, the UK. Same as India. South Africa. It's a bit same. confusing, but yeah. you would enjoy Kenya. Yeah, they have good food. Yeah. Is it as spicy as ours? No, they have good meat. Okay. A lot of and meat. And they right. like Ghanaians mm. for some reason. I don't know. Yeah. Like... Ghanaians are highly appreciated in yeah. different parts. Everywhere we go, like people really are. When you go to Kenya and say you're from Ghana, warm. it's like, oh, Ghana. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Ghana, yeah. what's up? From you know, they like Ghanaians. Anyway, Kenya. that's all we have time for for today's edition of the show. Thank you for listening. 